Welcome to the podcast, podcast fans. I'm your host, your co-host, Jason Beber. Uh, the E stands for excellence. We've already established that. Joined by our co-host, Daniel Freddle. Hello. Oh, I figured you were going to go, yeah, yo. Oh. Do it. Do the yeah, 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 yo. Okay, thanks. That's better. Our sponsor today is absolutely no one. And we are joined by a pretty dangerous crew today. We should have, yeah. we should get the shirts that say dangerous crew. We should. Chan the man. Mm-hmm. Justin. Well, we, we need like a middle name for you. Not Carl. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not go with that. Uh-huh. Justin Chandler. And Liam doesn't have a uh, a fight name either, so he's just Liam Lancaster. Let's say I mean that's a pretty strong name in itself. Let's be honest well, here. You know, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a Viking. So. I yeah. think it sounds like uh, like like one of the bad uh, teams on Game of Thrones. Lancasters. Well, it was the I Lannisters. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, yeah, like cool. real similar. Okay. I got so much shit. When you gotta that get show closer came. to the mic. There we I go. got I got so much shit when that show came out. Oh really? <laughs> that was silly. Everywhere I'd go over, everyone's like, Lannister always pays us. It's Lancaster, guys. And <laughs> I don't I mean, know you as shit. <laughs> your whole family's blonde and like overachievers. Yeah, and people started looking at my sister and I weird in the gym. Yeah. It was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh, Aryans over way. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, and uh, we've already had both of y'all on podcast, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. <laughs> Guess my ass has been a long weekend. <laughs> it has. It definitely has been. Yeah. So. For the listeners and whatnot, we, um, as a school, we had a, we all, the vast majority of us, uh, competed or attended a competition, the NAGA, NAGA, (laughs) as Gavin says, also known as the NAGA or North American Grappling Association. They held their, I guess it's a redo from what, like October, maybe December, December. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of redid their December, um, God damn it. Sorry. Uh, event that they had to postpone because of the vid mm-hmm. uh and so it was held yesterday in hickory north carolina which was pretty cool there was a huge turnout mm. what do you guys think turnout. yeah i i was truly i was like wow that's a lot more people than i expected yeah i talked to people from west virginia all the way from alabama too <clears throat> so i mean there's a lot of people traveling but you know, jujitsu comps just started back as a regular thing. What two months ago, maybe? Yeah, so in neighboring states. Yeah. So yeah, which I figured more people would just attend Charlotte because you know it's a huge metropolitan area, and whatnot. I didn't think many people would come to Hickory of all places for a yeah. tournament, but I was pleasantly surprised. Well, this this was supposed to be the Charlotte. Naga. I was about to say and I said Charlotte on the it. thing, and then yeah. it had a Hickory address below it. So I think they kind of gypped some people too. <laughs> I I talked to the promoter, and uh, he said that they were they were coming back to Hickory. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. That convention I, center is dope for that. Yeah, event. yeah, it's yeah, a great size. setup. Yeah. It would be nice if they had like a second and third bathroom. But yeah. I mean, the one bathroom, don't get me wrong, it had like what four or five stalls, four or five urinals. But still, every time I went in there, there was a line. I never went in there. And didn't see a line yeah. of people waiting on shitters. When I when I checked in, just after I weighed in, I walked immediately to the shitter that was like right by the, the weigh-in station. That was the only one. There was this poor white belt that was just hurling in the trash oh, can. God. Just <laughs> like retching. I feel like, your pain, brother. Dude, I mine think... comes out the other end while I'm nervous, though. <laughs> <laughs> we all got our thing, man. Yeah. I don't have a thing anymore. Falling asleep mm-hmm. on the mat. 
Oh, that might be a thing. That's not falling asleep. It's being okay. Let's get this out of the way. I stung him a lot. Right away. <laughs> uh, so Daniel and I were in a bracket together. Yep. And Daniel choked me unconscious. I did. I, that was not my intent. Every Everybody, single thing I do from this day forward will be meant to hurt you. Good. I'm glad. We share the same sentiment. Everybody gave well, me we crap didn't, but for now choking we you out. But nobody gave you crap for not tapping. How's that work? I felt good. I didn't feel <laughs> I like I needed good. to tap. It wasn't like I wasn't like, man, fuck Daniel. I, think I was that's like, something we address pretty often at the school. It's just like go out, man. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, give me a shield and I'll go out on it. You know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever choked you out, though. Mm-mm. I think I've never. gotten close. I've never close. went out. Yeah. Yeah. You always tap like a bitch, so. I tap. I don't like going out. I've been put out a couple of times, but same thing. It was, you don't feel the pressure on your neck, so, like, there's zero crank involved. It's just a nice, tight choke to where you feel comfortable. Yeah. And then you feel great, and then you wake up. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe that's a little bit tighter than I thought. Yeah, I've, I've gone out in competition. I, mm-hmm. I, I seldom will, unless it's like a, a joint manipulation, I seldom will tap in competition. If it's I, a choke, I'll just, I'll ride it straight in. Nice. I didn't, so I, uh, I didn't have, uh, it didn't hurt. So I, I, so I was like, in my head, I'm calculating. I'm like, well, Daniel's got this grip, but he doesn't have like his legs in place and he doesn't have like a support arm. And he doesn't have like a, like you didn't have like a whole bunch of stuff. Like no one else thought you were going to choke me unconscious with that either. Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like I just looked at him and he was like, fuck off. I was like, when I, when I get out of this, I'm going to be in top side control and it'll be fine. Like yeah. that was my, that was my thought. Yeah. Cause it looked like you were sliding off. Yeah. You, you, the top. I so like, that's why I started jacking my. Exactly. I was tightening his collar. So when he shifted me, I didn't shift all the way and I kept my knees tight together. Yeah. So when he shifted me, he literally took the slack out of it for me. And then I punched my uh, right arm in behind it and created a second fulcrum. Oh, I thought you just had the sleeve. No, I had this and now punched through. Oh, okay. So as I punched down, that's what created that extra tightness on the back and so took out like the a, rest of the slack. a tomahawk. Like okay. Yeah, so basically. We, uh, I forget who I was with on the other side. We were confused about what you had uh, as mm-hmm. far as a particular move because some of us thought you had a rear naked choke in mm-hmm. and just like let go saying, he's out, he's out, he's out. Um so it was strictly a collar grip? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was literally a modified loop choke that mm-hmm. turned into almost like a sideways Ezekiel. Like mm-hmm. I was using my secondary arm to reinforce and almost do like a X choke type grip mm-hmm. to drive into it. I do it a lot. I got it on Daniel Wade the other morning. I mean, it's one of my favorite chokes because they do feel like they're getting out of it. But as soon as they shift you off to the side, you just pull that side saddle, squeeze your knees together, control the hips. They can't step over because your top knee and they can't run around because your bottom knee is still hanging out with them. So remind me never to grapple with you <laughs> again. I don't want that. No, no, no. We both, like everybody here knows that match literally could have went either way. Me and Beber 50-50 for the past decade, you know. I'm, so. I'm not mad about it. it doesn't, I mean, uh, it, I mean, I planned on clowning you. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, no. I like, I was banking on Daniel's nerves being, uh, as as they often are mm-hmm. and so like when i hit that takedown i literally like stood up i was like i'm just going to run a bunch of takedowns up down i'm going to run up the score up with a bunch of takedowns and then like just hold you down i, w- mm-hmm. I was like i don't even that was my strategy yeah. like just take you down and then just hold you there and be yeah. okay that's why i knew i had to pull you into my guard i knew if i allowed you to stay it wasn't standing your guard while I was no down. no so that's not how that worked out 
So I no, I I'm was, saying I knew I had to pull you in my guard. I was not able to get guard, but I knew that I needed to bring you right. down. That's what I was saying. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. So people are like, oh man, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Listen, yeah. the reality is, so there are two purple belts, a brown belt, and a black belt here. I was telling uh, Caitlin yesterday. She she was like, oh, we're so worried about you. I was like, why? Like I've been choked out a bunch. It's fine. Probably don't need to lose it. I don't have extra brain cells to lose by now. Well, but, no, I was worried because you didn't wake up when I let go. Normally, yeah, because you choked me out. for like thirty seconds <laughs> like, after no, I was I out. Didn't. Yes, you did, dude. You watch his foot in the video. You can watch my foot like, just start curves like curves up, and that's you can tell exact moment when he goes out, and you're continuing to choke him for like at well, least no, a, a I good released point. before I yelled at the. No, ref. you did not. You, I one hundred percent let go before I yelled at the ref. I'll show you I'm on the video. I've watched it a dozen times. Cool you're I'm literally. I am completely <laughs> out, and you're and and then you punch your hand behind my neck. And then you're squeezing, 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 and then you look up and yell at the ref. But you don't let go of the choke. You just yell at the ref. Arm. You did not, dude. I, I got it on video tension. right I'm here. I'm telling you, Jamie, you pull have up the front. Do you have yeah, the front Jamie video? <laughs> you have the front, or you just have the back? Who would? Can you see my grips, or do you just see? My yeah, back? you can see your grip. Oh, let me see it then. Right now, we're yeah, on a podcast. Of course, y'all can keep talking while. Well, other people can't okay. see it. Well, never mind. We'll review the footage later. But I'm sure. telling you, I released tension before I yelled at the ref. You didn't release anything. I wasn't going to kill like, you. Like you, he literally, you, <laughs> you literally looked at the ref, yelled at him, but you're still strangling the fuck out of me. <laughs> and then when he's like, hey, he's dead, you're like, oh, okay. No. And then I, you don't I mean. tell him I release the tension, but I keep the inside grip because <laughs> you're the type of dick who'll like, be like, ha ha, just picking. I'm not out. <laughs> so let's back up. Like he literally said, I released, I released the choke. Now no, I said I released the tension. I kept my grip. Well, the back arm was the tension. I released the tension. Why are you being a wise ass? Huh? Because I've repeated myself four times, and okay. you keep saying I've let go of it. Well, the video, the video says different. Okay. So cool. there you go. Yeah. It's hard in a position like that because, like, in turtle, he's not going to, like, slump over. Because like yeah. you guys are both supporting each other. Well, see, like, so what, point, like you just... when I knew he was out was whenever we were in there, he was grabbing for his lapel. So he stopped grabbing for his lapel and started doing this. And that's when I released the tension. But I was like, man, he might be messing with me. I'm still going to keep this grip, but yeah. I'm going to release the tension. And now I look up at the ref, and I'm like, he's out. And the ref's like, no, no, yes, yes. Yeah. When he said, no, no, I was like, shit, maybe he's not out. Maybe he is messing with me. <laughs> But he said, no, no, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's when I released everything and rolled you over. Well, the funny part was the I had some dream about either trucks or Jeeps or something <laughs> fucking weird. I don't know. I did want to ask you like what you were thinking because you, you get like a full night's sleep. Oh, in, like, yeah. well, the 10 I, seconds I felt like I was – this is um, – so everybody's like, oh, I bet you were mad. I was like, I wasn't mad at all. What really happened was I in my head I was asleep for like nine hours of like good – sleep yeah now daniel's always like oh i always feel refreshed motherfucker i don't feel refreshed at all but when i like, wake up i feel like i just had a full night's rest in my head i was Boom, asleep <laughs> for like a long time and i was dreaming and and you ever been woken up by something that just pisses you off hmm. like like whatever it is dogs barking or the sun this yeah anything right like everybody has a thing that aggravates them well i hate to be like moved I don't like it. Like if I'm sleeping in the bed with someone and they're moving or I'm just like, it fucking makes me so mad. Mm. So you wake up mad and you're like, you don't know where you're at. Well, Oh, we saw that on your face. Daniel, (laughs) Daniel has my legs and he's shaking them. And as I come to, I'm like fucking pissed off because in my head, I'm sleeping in my bed. You know, (laughs) I'm in some other dimension of fucking consciousness. 
So and, you've, you've seen Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know that scene where they're in the diner and the guy ends up falling over because he had the pepper? Yeah. And yeah. so I think it's like Lloyd comes up to him and starts grabbing his legs and starts pushing him. <laughs> yeah. <in>. He's <laughs> like, out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad That's air, exactly in with the good. what I thought was happening. It's like, he's pushing your legs in. I was like, he's going to push him right back once he comes to. Like, yeah, if you just left me there, I wouldn't have been mad when I woke up. I would have been like, oh, fuck, where am I? But then, like, once I realized where I was at, because it took me a few seconds, I, like, looked over at the at the, at the the score table, and I was like, oh, fuck, I know where I'm at. This <laughs> well, anyway, I died, and now I'm back. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, funny. I feel like uh, it – I mean, of course you want to win, but mm-hmm. I'd already lost, like uh, – I cannot remember that fellow's name. Uh, Jeff Pearson. Jeff, yeah. yeah. I'd already lost – to him so either way we were going to get uh, second and third so it didn't i mean i'm not gonna say it didn't matter of course you want to win i was about but like, to say matt i was kind of going for first see if i would have lost you i would have took third you'd took second he would took first but since i beat you i had a chance to go for first but that dude how'd that work out good that did not work out good <laughs> he plays a really good collar sleeve really that good. and like man he rocked the shit out of me whenever he did that back step to get around my half guard, oh, see that. his hip bone hit me right between the eyes, and I was seeing stars. Ooh. Like, you can watch the video. I'm, like, trying to figure out what's going on. I'm, like, literally pushing him and oh, trying like to get your that out. Oh, yeah. As soon yeah. as he long stepped, his hip bone caught me right between the eyes. I was just flashed. Ow. That was terrible. I will say, um, man, I, uh, I, it really surprised me that he pulled guard, and I could not get my sleeve back. You were coaching me perfectly. <laughs> And I could not get my left sleeve back. Um, he's so strong on grips. It, the other thing I would say is like it, uh, he had a very uh, aggressive style. Is maybe not the right very word, but aggressive. like um, you know, my safety was my problem, not his. Yeah, which is fine. You know, I you found mean? that a lot with every black belt I went with yesterday. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> I, looks like I'll have to elevate to that level. Not not them come down to mine <laughs> yeah no. well like jeff so he did that he elbowed me in the face whenever he was trying to slide up and then whenever he got a high mount i put my elbows up and started sliding him back down into mount and he put his forehead in my eye socket and started grinding forward i'm like oh well, these oh, motherfuckers we're, are just being rough rules. today yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the second dude you know he tried to dislocate my damn jaw with a freaking i thought it was a choke but i saw him over there talking to ben holder after the competition, and he was showing what he did to me when he was talking to Ben. He, like, put his knuckles right below my below his earlobe and started crushing in and laughing about it. So, I'm like, oh, no, he was just going to attack my jaw. He wasn't going for a choke whatsoever. So, I'm like, oh, okay, well, the rules change at Black Belt, I guess. <laughs> it's real hard for me to feel you sad just, for you, Daniel. I'm not wanting you to feel sad for me. I just was not expecting it to turn into an elbows, forehead, and fist situation at a grappling tournament. The, well, I don't My remember, bad. I don't remember that guy's name, but he's from Fight to Win. And he, uh, was, he was like trying to transfer kinetic energy into you without the potential. Without the of, punch. Like, yeah. No, he like punched it yeah. too. Like he got it the first time and then he punched it into me. Well, and we, that's we what didn't like, have like the pullback. Made it's like a zero no, inch punch. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just. Just all follow through. He asked me, he effective. was like, hey man, how's your guy? I'm sorry. I was like, he'll live. He's a pussy. <laughs> Pussy choked your ass out, didn't he? <laughs> sure did. Never again. I will break your shit from this day forward. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been trying to be pleasant. I won't again. That's you it. are not pleasant. You have never been pleasant to me. Really? Yes. Are you serious? You've always been rough with me. I don't even want to hear it. I don't think. I don't. I don't think that's accurate. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
Cool. I'll, <laughs> I'll be, be there. there. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say before, uh, Daniel, we know. You choked me. You're the best. We can move on. I was not saying that. I was we talking about it. my other matches. Shut up. Move on. So uh, I have found that there is such a small uh, margin between purple, brown, and black that, like, uh, anybody can be dangerous. Like, of course. Why do you look at me like that, Chandler? There's like, because uh, compared to you guys, I don't consider myself. No, dangerous. I was about to say I would include a lot of blue belts into that too. Some, I know but a I lot mean, like, blue belts. I'm just saying as a as an average, like as a yeah. general rule. Like, for example, I mean, uh, who? Um, Joe Selecki won everything at purple belt. He beat all mm. the black belts in the in the area. And I mean, of course, he fights in the UFC now. But I'm saying like. He smoked all the black belts around here for until he was like, I don't feel like doing jujitsu anymore. I'm going to do MMA. Yeah. And like, you know, he was a purple belt then. Well, I mean, so uh, Devin Stevens, Stevens, you know, he came in as a purple belt yesterday and he was Pur- tapping everybody. He, he's, he's a brown he's still, belt. He's oh, he's a brown belt. belt? Oh, okay. I thought he's still a purple belt. <clears throat> That's sorry, I just remember he was a purple belt at the big ass jujitsu party. I didn't know he got promoted to brown. Yeah, that's kind of funny. So uh, that's a funny story since we're telling about talking about coaching and whatnot. So Kyrie, um, Mm -hmm. I've known Devin. We're not friends, but I've known him for a long time. And I know what his game is. I've seen him do it like over and over and over again. So I say to Kyrie, I'm like, hey, this this kid that's in your bracket. I mean, I had to go up against him next. I was like, he's um, he's really good at leg locks. If you get past his legs, he's not so terrible. Like, but he's really good at leg locks. So instead of getting in a leg lock battle with him, why don't you just pa- try to pass his guard and then like go around to his back and strangle him? He's like, okay. And and Promptly. for for about <laughs> for about ninety seconds, he he did that. Yeah. And then Devin got in on a leg, and instead of like defending the leg and being like, I'm going to pass, Kyrie's like, cool, I'll get in a leg lock battle with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then got heel hooked. I was like. When he comes off the mat, I was like, "You literally just did that, like to 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 go like ah oh, fuck you, Beber. I leg lock that dude." <laughs> and how did it work out? He's like, yeah. "Well, it's fine. Worked out fine." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Still got his ACL. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the wild part about it. Is Kyrie's very good at leg locks too, you know. But yeah. somebody's always better. <clears throat> I mean, there's going to be certain aspects of the game. I mean, in jujitsu as a whole, but also you have the specialist. You know, Devin's obviously a specialist at that. He caught Roger Carroll right behind that. In like 30 seconds. Yeah, in like 30 seconds, no doubt. And so, two, you could tell Roger Carroll was not respecting him whatsoever. He was playing around with him, pushing him around. Devin dropped to his back. He literally stepped in between his guard. Like, you could tell Roger Carroll was out there having fun with it and playing around with him. But there's some people that, like, you can bait them. They're going to take the bait and run with it. I mean, you're just screwed after that, you know? Well, I think in reference to Roger, a couple of things you have to understand, or you have to at least accept. Roger's got a lot of mileage on him. He's not the same grappler that he used to be. That's true. And then uh, you add in that um, I I believe that Roger – this is no slight on Roger. I like him very much. I believe that his Achilles heel, if you will, is leg attacks. Because yeah. the only time I – the only times I've ever seen him submitted were – one time I saw uh, John Piper submit him with an armbar, and D smoked him or D submitted him a whole bunch with heel hooks. Hmm. That was it. That's the only times I've seen him get submitted. Hmm. Yeah. What was your guys' experience? Fuck what we got to say. Yep. I, I had a ton of fun matches. 
I mean, I, I only fought one, but <laughs> I enjoyed watching a bunch of really fun matches. I, I love cornering guys, this yeah. like teammates and stuff. And uh, my buddy Brendan was there. First competition, I got to see him compete, and I got him into jujitsu. And uh, he so looks I, like you'd be your friend. He's he's a pretty cool dude. Like you'll like him. Um, so yeah, how got, long has he been competing? Uh, I just this, got this to meet him for second, a couple minutes. Yes, yeah, this is his second competition. Okay, now, yeah. how long has he been doing jujitsu? I'm sorry. Um, I guess he's been doing about a year. Okay. A little, maybe a little bit over a year. Yeah. Um, he's on his third stripe on his white belt, but he's getting looked at for his blue. Nice. At the next, um, like, fight to win seminar they do out in, like, Charlotte or Huntersville or wherever the yeah. headquarters is. Um, yeah, so he's he's been doing really well. He and I trained together, um, like, over the COVID stuff. I had mm-hmm. mats on my front porch. I remember you sending me pictures of him. Like, yeah. you guys were on your carport or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, That that's basically who I trained with. Like with him so it's okay. pretty awesome so i got to corner him got to corner drew that was a like highlight of the the day that uh standing sayonagi that he hit drew, who, see who's drew? drew the the uh blue belt our blue belt green gi salt and pepper green gi andrew like uh, tell my oh, oh oh sorry no yeah no. andrew sorry yeah. dude <laughs> it's not every true. time i andrew I, who andrew ruggles oh okay yeah gotcha yeah. He had a good take. Yeah. Dude, that, that standing Sayonagi. Yeah. Dude, you should have seen the hip toss he got in Nogi. Really? I mean, he cleared the dude. The dude literally, I mean, is the exact same thing that he did to the guy in the gi with yeah. Nogi. Just locked up his hips and then sent him for a ride. Dude's feet hit the ceiling <laughs> on his way over. I would not want to stand up against that guy. <laughs> no. like, pretty much uh, every time I roll with him, I, I pull guard. That's your MO in general. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah. Even in com- in like conversation, yeah. I, I tend to pull guard. <laughs> the guard puller. Uh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. That was that was such a great match, and then I really enjoyed uh, cornering sweatpants for a few days. <laughs> and it should be noted that sweatpants left his sweatpants at the arena, and I have his sweatpants in my car. Nice. Were you cornering him when he got like slammed, no, spiked that was, down? That was me. You? Like, what happened with that? So, he was tying up with a guy. The other guy came in with a very good double leg and just straight up dropped him on his head. <laughs> no, I think, I'm pretty sure it was a single. And the only reason I say that is because I, I was on the other side of the mat. And the guy oh, shot. Almost like a high crotch. Yeah, it was almost like a high yeah, crotch. That's, that's what okay. it sounded like. So, so, sweatpants, like, reached over his back. And instead, because I think it was in the um, absolute division, I don't yeah. think it was weighted because that guy was way bigger than Sweatpants. Yeah. So the dude stands up and he's he's wearing a he's wearing like a shawl of sweatpants, <laughs> you know, yeah. like a, like an old lady shawl, almost like a fireman carry. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody in the crowd's like, "Don't slam him! Don't slam him! Don't slam him!" Boom! And he gets <laughs> the slammed. Guy, the guy's feet <laughs> left the mat. Yeah, yeah he just oh jumps my God, up, really, yeah. and then like spikes him yeah it wasn't like a like sort of a shrug to the mat it was yeah. like he dove onto sweatpants oh, head because that's what um mel and sarah were telling me it's like his coach was saying don't slam him don't slam him next thing we know he comes crashing down on top of his damn head dude gets dq'd and then he uh, just walks off the mat like hey guys what's up i'm like do you not feel that at all <laughs> you know, rubber and sweatpants and everything in between what's wrong with you and sweatpants <laughs> and we're telling him to sit down he's like no I'm fine I'm like I don't care how fucking fine you are sit down you just gotta slam just have someone look at you just mm. for a second whatever well, you do don't go to sleep <laughs> he told me he told me um, yesterday he was like yeah I mean I probably could have kept going but I figured I'd just win 
by DQ. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if these are the rules, you know, you can't slam people, so fuck it. Like, take the win. I mean, it, it was a good takedown. I'm not it was, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just like no, it no was a little extra. to Mr. Sweatpants, but yeah. mm-hmm. it was a little extra. A little bit. Well, I mean, it's all about the, you know, the game you're playing. You know, what rules did you sign up for? And that was one thing that we really got confused about, especially during Caitlin's match. Because Caitlin went up, and there were her first match, she literally pulled into Ashigurami twice, and the ref gave the other girl two points every time she pulled into Ashigurami. For what? I don't. I have no clue. I don't know well, if it's because her think- hips were covering Caitlin's hips whenever Caitlin was filling it up or what. But I'd have to watch it again. But I'm pretty sure it was a uh, uh, like a half-ass to take down half-ass takedown attempt on her opponent's side but then instead of like fighting the takedown off or like pulling guard it looked like the takedown was initiated before the guard pull which makes it a takedown so as long as she made first contact it would be considered a takedown. yeah see i thought you you're start- supposed to get one or two points for a takedown one point if they like pulled guard or put up a knee shield two points if you got into a dominant position i didn't fully understand the point system and it really wasn't to me it wasn't worth investing like the brain power in as much as the no i'm saying because they have two separate rule sets they have two separate scoring sets for gi versus no gi i feel like it should just be the same yeah just make it easy yeah just so you can just i mean who cares how many points it is like if it's a hundred points it's fine just make it a hundred points um I'd, what I focused on was trying to be clear on what what techniques were legal and which ones were not. Mm-hmm. You want mm-hmm. a beer? Yeah, sure. What do you want? Uh, oh, I didn't think you drink. Yeah, it was an IPA and a porter and a and a that's that's a pale ale. There you go. Yeah, and that was that one was too. Good. And that was one of the things that screwed up Caitlin too was she got in tight on a heel hook with her opponent, and her opponent literally turned around, looked at her, and said, "There's no heel hooks here." And she like second guessed herself and stopped and allowed her opponent to get out after she's. Like, I don't remember that happening. I mean, it, it may have, but like. No, it definitely. I talked to her afterwards. I was like, "What'd you stop for?" It's like she turned around, and yelled at me, "You can't do heel hooks!" And I was like, "Well, shit, can I not?" I thought I could. No, you definitely. And then can. the girl escaped. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't listen to her. The ref will tell you what you can and can't do. When you start stopped. setting up a heel hook, the ref be like, "Nope." Well, they stopped Jaden when he was setting up something, and like just was it Nogi? No, it was, it was – oh, wait, this was Gi in this place. Oh, no, this was Nogi. Oh, okay, Yeah, she okay. was in the Nogi Intermediate, I believe, and, well, like, everything was good. Well, instead I was going to open it for you. Oh. Well, instead of disqualifying him, they're like, hey, man, you can't do that. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, so he's not DQ'd. We'll just go ahead and continue to go yeah. from there. And they'll generally do that unless, that it's, unless it's something real egregious. Well, with the referees being the way they were yesterday and with it being closer towards – well, no, this wasn't towards the end of the day, but around 4, maybe 5 o'clock – Whenever they were starting to get a little bit more tired, lenient. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, cool. I'll, I'll take that." Don't don't do that. <laughs> well, it man, we had a. I I have not counted how many people we took, but it was a big big group. There were, I'd say there were probably twenty of us competing yesterday. I mean, don't you think? Probably yeah, twenty. That's just adults. Well, there were there were three kids. We had a very small kids turnout, which is fine because we haven't like really tried to. We don't really have a an established kids program yet. I mean, mm-hmm. we have kids showing up, but they're probably not like educated enough to compete yet. But would you th- would you say twenty? Is that a yeah? It's a, I I don't I saw like twenty of our dudes. I didn't I 
assumed everyone was competing. Well, so like Jeff, like uh, Andy, a couple of people just came to support us, right? Mm-hmm. But which is also really cool. We had like a whole tribe there. <laughs> I've never been uh, a part of a team where when we showed up, like we were the, the dominant team. Yeah, but well, that's because every competition we went there. to was a like an hour and a half's drive. Yeah, to it. But I mean, I feel like in this particular case, if we had said. If if it had been at the Cabarrus Arena, we would still have the same turnout. Like in this particular yeah. case, man, I can't, I cannot tell you how proud I am of our team as a whole. Like I didn't love getting choked unconscious, and I didn't love losing on points to I cannot remember his name, Jeff, Jeff. Piercy. and uh, it was okay to win uh, the bracket or the no gi match that I had, but like our as a as a showing, as like a group of people, we couldn't have even even the folks that didn't place still did really good. I mean, like I, every single match that I coached or saw was there was like improvement. Mm-hmm. It felt good. It felt really good. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a whole lot less uh, like I guess spazzing out, a lot less arguing with the judges. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, i tell you something else that was kind of cool was there were so many people there that i had to, um coaching is kind of my it's like the thing I, I like best about competition but there were so many i couldn't coach everyone mm-hmm. so like it felt good to give away some of my coaching duties to you guys yeah yeah and, and like it was I had, hard i had so much fun coaching it was really hard for me to do that but it felt good to do it you know yeah. i was and that's definitely a skill I need to work on. So whenever, you know, there was just one person competing and you were coaching, I was like squatted down, sorry, squatted down right beside you trying to figure out like how I need to be coaching if I need to coach. Because like I said, you are one of the best coaches that I know, especially when it comes to being mat side and being able to give clear instruction like constantly. So that's one thing that I'm trying to learn from you as well is how to do that. There's nobody saying that I do it right. Like it's not to say that I do it, like the like the only way it could be done is yeah, the way yeah. I do it. I'm not saying that at all. It's just that you know I have a, a specific style, and it was nice to. There were a couple of times where like like Chandler, I I would like walk up and watch Chandler. Was like, oh, you want this chair? I'm like, no, man, you do it. Like I, I may whisper at him like, tell him to get it under her on the right side. Because you, know? <laughs> you were very very pointed, very detailed with your instructions with that. Where I noticed when it came to the non wrestling side of it. Uh, I was more conceptual with yeah. my uh, my instructions, which I know for the white belts is not very poignant because they need very, very, very clear instructions like, okay, put your right foot here, put your left hand here. Well, so that's kind of subjective too. Whenever I was coaching uh, Atario, or yeah. how do you say his name? Arturo. Arturo. Yeah. Okay, whenever I was coaching Atario? him. Atario? What did you say? You I can never he, pronounce his he name. He introduced himself to me as Toro. As yeah, Toro? And I was like, Toro. oh, okay, cool. We'll that's go with Toro. Kind of that's easy to remember. Name. But I'm like, I'm coaching him, and while I'm coaching him, you know, I mean, he literally, his first match was against a guy as fast as him. So I feel like every time I give a command, it's too late, and he has to move on. I hear Chan over there going 100 mile an hour talking in wrestling terms. I'm like, Chan, (laughs) Chan, you take this chair. (laughs) Get me out of here. But, man, it was the wildest thing. It was literally like two jackrabbits going at each other. You couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah. And Chandler could stay up with it, and he was throwing out the wrestling terminology and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, you take over. I can't do this. I don't know what this wild kid is doing. Well, Arturo has like 
two weeks worth of jujitsu, but like, yeah, but he was what, up like, against a wrestler. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. This was just probably like eight years. He probably has like eight years of wrestling. Yeah. And yeah, he was right. a, 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 I don't want to say a, um, in, in, in rankings of wrestling regionally, he was, he was like upper to Midland. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like, like the best, best, Yeah, but he's like pretty good. Like a, like a, an above average, way mm. above average, but not the top tier local wrestler like yeah. in high school. Yeah. So, um, so he didn't win a bunch of titles, but he was like real consistent. Mm. I can't, I can't, I'm like you, I can't coach him fast enough. He's, yeah. he's so fast. And then the times that I do coach him, I'm like, cause I coached him against another wrestler from Atlantic MMA. And I was like, you're just not doing any of the shit that I say. No. Like, no. fuck off. I don't, you know. Chandler, how, how do you keep up with him when they're going 100 miles an hour with wrestling stuff? Is that just habit or? Habit and a little bit of predicting too because I've kind of mapped out his style, kind of mapped out exactly how he's moving mm-hmm. versus his opponent. And because uh, I know, okay, Arturo's going to go ahead and go ahead and get a collar tie on him. I know he's going to peel the wrist off to go for an arm drag or go for a Russian. I anticipate he's going to go for a single like from there. Now compared to jiu-jitsu where you have so many avenues where you can go to with right. these moves, wrestling is a little more contained as far as like what you can do. Don't get me wrong. There's hundreds of moves you can do, but not thousands and thousands yeah. you can do for jiu-jitsu. If you know the fighter well enough, it's easy enough. To yeah. Exactly. So I know that if I can get him to slow down just a little bit, because he was going super, super, super fast to the point where it's like he's being too chaotic with his, with Man, his style. His opponent was literally matching him the entire Was that the little skinny Hispanic kid from Atlantic MMA? No. It, this was a little white kid wearing all red, like red shorts and a red oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. And um, so while they were going at it, they started moving out of bounds. And Antaro literally grabbed him. Arturo. Arturo. Toro. Excuse me. <laughs> Grabbed him in this schoolyard choke and just hip toss and like slammed the shit out of him out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And then he got up and came back in to reset. The referee set him. And uh, after the match, like the ref didn't give me any points because he didn't establish position. And I talked to him. I was like, man, like if you throw him like that, like settle in, get your points, then they'll move you back in. He's like, oh, yeah, I didn't care. I just want to slam his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, never mind. Then <laughs> do what you're doing. I would love to be that good at but, takedown. Dude, right. As soon as Toro slammed him, and the referee said him, that kid looked up at his coach, and he was like, what the fuck? Like, he was pissed off after that, and you could tell it. He was trying to hurt Toro after that. Toro was like, cool, come on, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. <laughs> like, just bouncing around. I will say, man, that kid's tough as nails. Uh, Dude, he may he's be got some oh, intensity, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. He came to an open mat one time. He's before an intense he, student. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always like, well, what about this, coach? Coach, what about this? But I'm like, hey. We just got this. We we got 30, 30 minutes. Like that's, that's all I got to teach you. Just just do this one, right? We don't have to do the other forty five. Like just just do these, just yeah. do these three techniques. He's doing the same thing in my class as well. <laughs> he wear you out, man. I literally, I'm like, hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We're fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> I had him over in the corner with Moises, and they were just like talking Spanish, and Moises oh, was yeah. like explaining shit to him, and I was like, yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, you got, it. <laughs> y'all got it. I'll, yeah. I'll teach her. Like Delahiva to everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never going to be in this position. I'm like, well, you might be. So yeah. Uh, how about Moises fucking triangling an armbar machine? I mean, like, oh, it, I wish oh, I had seen. I, did, dude, I missed all of Moises. You just stuff. can't. So I was. I'm a well, I mean, you had to look fan. for it because they were like 45 seconds apiece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I showed up after. I, I literally sat down, got my phone out to get ready to record, and by that point, the match was <laughs> over. I'm like, 
Yeah, but it was like it was like three times. You know? It wasn't just that once. I was like, oh, this is the easiest coaching job ever compared to uh, one of our guys getting a disqualification. <laughs> I hate that he couldn't stay around for the gi. Like, he knocked out his no-gi bracket, and apparently he had to be somewhere. So Did he win his he had to drop out one? In the no-gi bracket? I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, honestly, yeah. There were so many There were so many people there. I just could not. I couldn't keep up with what everyone was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Get in here, pal. I'm gonna spit my beer all over the microphone. <laughs> Come on, introduce yourself. Hey, Kyle. Uh, hey, Kyle here. The... Wow, let's you... not be shy. <laughs> the, you know, <laughs> are, do you know what to do with your hands? Pinch his nipples. Well, let's, yeah, let's not do that with your hands. Never, <laughs> never look at me like that again, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> oh, appreciate it. Kyle White Tyson Icar. White Tyson? No, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. It's fighting name. I'm pretty sure that would get him in more trouble than like, oh, yeah. like a boot. This is a pretty funny story. <laughs> <laughs> so at Kyle's first fight uh, at uh, Coyote Joe's, he knocked this dude out in like, I don't know, it's probably like two minutes in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then all of his redneck buddies from Taylorsville were calling him White Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as they're like, White Tyson, White Tyson, get over here. We'll buy new shots. And it was like a whole thing. So I've just called him White Tyson ever since. He doesn't like it. I mean, he's not against it, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. either. Like, uh, if you insist, okay. <laughs> I mean, it is very descriptive. He is a very white man. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about brown man, Moises. <laughs> well, Moises pretty much kicked ass. How about the ladies? Man, Mel and Sarah just, uh, Mel and Sarah specifically in the white belt division, yeah. collar drug and cross-faced their way to victory, like in crushing fashion. Yes. It was fantastic. Love it. It was fantastic. Goodness, man. I think the only time there was an upset was Mel versus uh, Leah. Lee, Lee Schultz. 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 Yeah. We're Her. friends on Facebook. With the camo gi. God damn, she was yeah. rough as Ooh. fuck. I was no, like, she, every time she went knee on belly, she grabbed a hold of those lapels and started deadlifting. It wasn't just that. So, Gosh, that's, shut the diaphragm down. <laughs> yeah. So that's okay because uh, Kyle's brother, Jared, like that, he's like, oh, he's Amy. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That, I mean, yeah, that's a legitimate submission. But she would just, like, jump into it. Like, I was like, you know, this isn't a fight. Like, you don't have to be that. Oh, right. it was a fight. It was definitely a fight. But, I mean, that's just their style. Against Mel, yeah. Against Mel, yeah. It was rough, man. But, that's like, Brian Ashland, you know, he need that guy in the face to pass his half guard. That's the way they do it. So, it's yeah. road combat. That's what I'm saying, man. It's it's all MMA grappling. If you're in a grappling tournament, too bad. Man, for me, huge. I'm kind of like, I'll take, I'll, you know, one or two is an accident. Man, the third one, we're fucking fighting. Like, I'm going to fall in the face real hard. No, the one that I saw, it was 100% intentional. It wasn't like he was just trying to pass. He was legitimately trying to knee that dude in the face. If he would have moved his face, his nose would explode. I, I'm just like, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it ain't effective. I'm just saying it may be a little bit frowned upon. Well, so, I mean, to me, if you, if the rules are agreed upon, then, and, and by signing up, you agree to the rules. You don't agree to get knee in the fucking face. That's my point, David. Okay, we're in agreeance. <laughs> I'm saying if uh, if you violate the rules in a way that, in, that, jeopardizes my personal safety like then then well we gotta fight i don't know how it'll go i mean i get fucked up i don't know but like so that's kind of the shitty part about it though right so let's say me and you were going at it you like you're on your butt i knee you in the face can we can we rearrange this okay so let's rearrange it i'm on my butt butt. you need me in the face my nose explodes so there ain't like the start of a fight there the ref is going to say you're dq'd and you walk away like I walk away with that, or you walk away in this situation, and you're like, cool. I don't have to fight. I just got a free knee to the face on my opponent because he wasn't expecting it, you know? Well, I was just saying, like, maybe don't say we are going at it, and then yeah. I'm on my butt. 
Oh, my apologies. That sounds that so. sounds like a situation I don't want necessarily. My be okay, in. so let's look at we're doing let's look at a match that actually happened. Maybe we're doing jujitsu. Okay, we're doing jujitsu. Let's look and at a match that actually happened. So Tex Johnson, whenever he was in the grappling match, and he literally caught that kid with a hook. Like I believe it was a left hook. Okay. And like That's the DQ. ref just stopped it and he was DQ'd. It wasn't like that kid was like, oh, cool, now we're in a fist fight and the ref backs up. You know, Tex just got a free left hook on this dude, and then there was no repercussions. He just got DQ'd. Well, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? That's fine for that kid, but yeah. for me, there's no free left hooks. Like, we got to fight. Yeah. I, I like, feel like it'd be a one... solid move on the ref's part to be like, all right, DQ, and then he holds the guy, and he's like, you get one free shot back. Like, <laughs> fight's well, over, but like... Tip for tap, man. Like, you got to take it. I'm sorry, telling you right now, cheap shot. I got yeah. no interest in punching Tex Johnson. No. That motherfucker. No, my, no, I probably no. hurt my my hand. I've trained with him many times. You do not want... Like, mm-hmm. he's a he's a rough motherfucker, but I'm here to tell you, there ain't... Like, I don't... I don't... For me, I don't feel like there's such thing as a free shot. Mm. Like... You got to pay for it. Hmm. I mean, I mean, if you're fast enough, you might be able to like get on them. What do you mean? Hmm? Well, I mean, you got a ref literally two feet. From. Like, I, I've I'm fought people you. that were so much better than me; they got free shots. Like, it was, like <laughs> okay, I've been that's there fine. Too. But, but you agreed to those rules. Listen, if we're yeah. in a grappling contest and you start hmm. throwing punches, knees, and elbows, then we're fighting. Yeah, like you've changed the rules. Hmm. You're outside of the rules. Now we're fighting. Yeah. Now, fortunately, in, in the hundreds of competitions I don't know about hundreds maybe hundred of competitions I've been involved in I've not I've not been treated that way hmm. you, you know there have been some kind of borderline you're like oh that was kind of rough or hmm. whatever but you know never, I haven't been like assaulted outside of the rules I got assaulted when? I got manhandled when? huh? what do you mean we were talking about yesterday <laughs> My apologies. I talked about earlier I didn't want to bring it back up right? which huh? match? the match you, you got your belt in? Got my belt in. Oh that's, yeah, that's yeah. I got mean. completely assaulted by a ghost because nobody showed up here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm talking about like the fist in my knuckles and like the forehead pressure in the I eye socket. And that's yeah, that's manhandling. Turned you. Yeah. Into- I didn't get assaulted, but I definitely got manhandled. Nose. I was not expecting that type of uh, impact. I guess I could say. Because technically, yeah. neither one of them were a strike, but it was definitely enough to like okay, make me move. But, but that's yeah. borderline, right? That's like. That's a gray area. Well, I mean, it is kind of a gray area, but mm. you can escalate to that gray area. You're oh. like, oh, well, now I gotta, now I gotta be in that, in mm. that area. But when someone knees you in the face intentionally to pass yeah. your guard, we're fighting now. Yeah. Or if like they throw a left hook to your face, we're mm. fighting. It's we've changed the rules. It's not, it's not a yeah. grappling yeah. contest. I got you. It's a fight. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There's plenty of ways that you're like, oh, that person's. I'd kind like of to mention that Allison knees me in the face to pass my guard. Well, you like her. I do. It's, it's still effective. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it works. Yeah. She needs me in the face. I'm gonna be like, mm, that's that's one you get. <laughs> that's one. Sarah and I were grappling one time, and she grabbed my big toe to. She like literally just my toe, just, only my toe, <laughs> to to clear my heel and started like prying my toe loose. Oh. And I I went. She does weird shit like that. Well, she does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, and I was like, hey, that's my big toe. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then the next, like, literally 30 <laughs> seconds later, she grabbed, I don't know, my thumb or my pointer finger or something. And I and I was like, hey, so last warning you get. Like, I'm not <laughs> fucking around no more. And she's like, I'm sorry, coach. I was like, I'm just telling you, like, I'm not mad. But you, if you change the rules, then the rules are good for both of us, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I was, I was trying to armbar Sarah one time. And I was like, well, not trying to. I was holding her in the armbar <laughs> to let her try to escape. You know, trying to be a, a decent coach. Like saying, all right, what's she going to do? She's going to do the hitchhiker. She's going to do whatever. 
and her idea of the escape was to bring her foot up and try to push it, like, oh. push it into my face and up, oh. and, like trying to like push my face away with her foot. And I was like, no. And okay. the arm <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, Jam, what was your favorite match of the match of the day? What would, like, let's honestly just start here going with the first guy. Just the wrestling <laughs> back was good. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hope somebody got that on film. That was literally an amazing performance. And I don't watch a lot of wrestling, but I even really enjoyed that match. I got sucked into it. I really did. The only complaint I have about the match is Arturo just kept letting the guy get back up. But yeah, not just literally take him down and just back up. He's like, oh, I can take him down easily. I'm just going to keep getting back up. I nothing. saw from across the mat. I saw him do it at least twice. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Did he win? Oh, he won. He won. So there you go. Like, you run the score up, back out. Oh, I forgot about it. But uh, the dude he went against in that kept grabbing his rash guard, too. Really? Yeah, he like really? stretched out the entire neck up because every time Antoro <laughs> would push into him, he would try to grab his neck, slide off, and then just jam his rash guard out behind him like it was a gee collar. Yeah, I was about to yell at the ref, be like, you going to let him rip his shirt off or what? I mean, that was him. <laughs> Toro was like, cool, I'm just going to throw him on his fucking head real quick. Liam, what was your favorite match? Dude, I think it's a toss-up between uh, Andrew standing Sayo okay. and uh, my buddy Brendan's loop choke. Oh, nice. I, yeah, was, well, I know I where that loop choke so came from. so proud of that loop choke. <laughs> so yeah. walk us through that. I didn't see that one. Okay, so he was um, – normally he has his coach, Roland. Yeah. Uh, uh, sort of corner him, mm. but this time I was I was cornering one of his matches, and Roland always starts his matches be like win the grip fight, win the grip fight, and I always hate saying that because like yeah duh right, <laughs> so uh, Brendan is trying to make grips and he's sort of sitting there and I'm kind of quiet because I, I suck at takedowns so like I really start cornering when the takedown's done right and I'm like I, I can't I can't help you with the takedown because nine times out of ten you're better at taking down people than I am, <laughs> <laughs> I which, which is real weird we gotta yeah. work on that yeah we, we have a, a finite amount of time to improve that but oh I'm I'm we gotta fix that work on my on my takedowns I just I, I have like no confidence like I I get so nervous shooting we don't I have to shoot that's the thing yeah. I, I used to think the same thing I used to think that yeah like wrestling came from six feet away but it doesn't it's not it's not at all how it works Chan Chan and Aaron have drastically changed my wrestling yes. like you, it's you can contact and then work into things. You don't have to, like, shoot. Yeah, I think Chan is the only reason I have any takedowns. Though they're still pretty shitty. <laughs> He's the only reason I have any takedowns. I have a very lazy wrestling style. So that kind of helps out. Yeah, that's why it melds with me, you know? Like, I mean, it took me five and a half years to take you down. But I told you that, like, one day I'm going to take you down. It took me five and a half years to do it, but he's the one who showed me how to do it. Yeah. So yeah. you just get a good underhook, and then you just drop down to one knee, and there you go. You've already gotten your shot. You've already got your penetration. You've already got the angle that you need. Mm-hmm. It's all right there. It's so simple. <laughs> you just have to do it at 100 mile an hour with a fully resisting opponent. Just depends on how it goes. Yeah, so Brendan was, you know, going in. Of course, he mm-hmm. starts trying to win the grip fight, and the yeah. grips he decides on are shitty. Like he has, yeah, he's he ha- he's letting the guy have the the under grip, so he's getting elevated. Yeah. on the collar grip, and the only thing I yelled at him was like, mm, "No, those are shitty grips." And so he just <laughs> he just lets go, and then readdresses, and then gets gets better grips at that point. I was like, "All right, good." But he goes for the cross collar grip yeah. um, instead of like same side collar, which is what he did have, and he's getting up, getting his elbow, elbow elevated. So when I told him he had shitty grips, he changed, went to cross collar, sort of collar sleeve, and was pulling a little bit. Yeah. And the guy was kind of try- like um, getting timid on his his shot a yeah. little bit. And Brendan just like literally jumped in the air like he was going to do a <laughs> basketball jump, grabs the top of the guy's head and shoves it into his armpit, <laughs> just like I'm going to loop choke you now, right? Nice. Not off of off of nothing. He just had the collar yeah. grip. Jumps up. He started to lose it, so I told him to get his his uh, shoulder in the back of the neck. Yeah. He drives a shoulder in. They sort of go to sort of a, a standing sprawl a little bit. Yeah. And then he just, like, I just see Brendan, like, look at me. Just a little bit, like, help, right? Because he has the collar. He knows, like, he has, he has everything you need. Yeah. And I was like, dive to your left. 
and he dives straight under and grabs the guy's knee and drives the guy's knee into his face. And then, like, gator rolls to me. Oh, shit. And as they gator roll, the guy who's being loop-choked is, like, back down, face up, like, right in front of me. Yeah. And his face is purple. <laughs> and I, I just looked at him and was like, oh, you're done, man. You're done. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and his hand was just like, like that, and then he finally, like, tapped. And he was like, yeah. He's like, man, another two seconds, and I would have been unconscious. And I was like, bro, you didn't have to. <laughs> Did they get that on film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please send me that video yeah, or send me a link to it or something. But no, that reminds me to Bever's um, expert nogi match that you had. So Vernon, while I was coaching you, Vernon came up while y'all were like going oh, on was that. Talking yeah, he was there. there. Yeah, he's there all day long. He came up there and he's like, so like, how do you cheer when you hope both of them lose? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, just yell out, you both suck, die. And then whenever we started, Vernon whispered in my ear, he's like, just give him shitty advice the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, don't lose, don't lose. I heard you say that too. <laughs> yeah, Vernon, Vernon was being hilarious. He had me cracking up throughout your entire match. I was trying to coach you, I, but I he kept whispering I didn't, shit I didn't need ear. you coaching. I, I, you know, it's real weird. It, there are um, – Man, that guy was super nice. He's a very nice guy. I was a very nice dude. But that was literally a clinic in front headlock for control. sure. And I what, mean, you did a fantastic. What job. was really funny mm -hmm. is I was thinking about like the entire match. I was like, I literally just taught like a whole bunch of front headlock stuff, and I'm going to do all of that to this guy. Like, mm -hmm. I, like literally the week prior I, in Nogi, I taught front headlock, and I like, I, it was just. I mean, you you are right. It was absolutely a clinic yeah. in in the things that we had just worked mm -hmm. on i like doing that because i can be like hey remember when i taught you this that's that's what i just did and it worked like <laughs> yep. against this guy who and we have it on footage yeah yeah um man but i mean it was full you went literally from standing to him kneeling to him he broke out sometime went back to standing and then you broke him back down again and pushed him into it well i think uh I'd have to look at the film again, but um, hit like a. He tried to shoot, and I I stuffed it. And I like mm. sprawled, and then I and we ended up in the front headlock, and I. Um, it was like a head and arm control. It wasn't yeah. just a straight front headlock. You had an arm in as well. Danaher calls it uh, like anaconda type of deal. Yeah. yeah, it was anaconda, but instead it's like Olympic wrestling. He calls it the Olympic roll, where instead of like mm. punching your hands through and going to a figure four, yeah. you have a like a gable grip, and you and you use your elbow against their near side yep. elbow and you oh, hit yeah. a tilt. So his hands were like middle of the chest. Yeah. Wasn't he, like armpit or neck. He was just in center controlling him. And uh, we messed around there a little while and somehow or another we got we got back to our feet and he shot on mm -hmm. a single and I hit um, say, um, Sumigayeshi and it was like I can never remember the, th the name of that throw. Sumi, yeah. Sumi Gaeshi. I, I do, do not... the thing with the leg on the uh, inside. <laughs> but man, it was it was textbook. It was literally yeah. I was like mm, I'm going to need some mm. – that's going to be a highlight reel. <laughs> but you – one thing I was confused about, because I just watched the video earlier today whenever I was trying to send it to you. Did he break your grip and then start turtling up, or did you release it? Because you ended up on his back in like a – almost like a well opposite control, and then you started going for a choke. So what was really cool was we – I I used two of the systems that we've been working on like in concert with each other. Yeah. So I used the um, – like the front headlock system until he kind of he kind of ran in a way I didn't expect. He ran mm -hmm. to the what I would consider like the wrong side. There's not like a wrong side. Both of them are bad, but he kind of went to the wrong side, which left me trapping. So I set my grip on his arm first. So we were both 
laying on his bottom arm. So he had no he had no way to contest. Uh, to quote Professor Danaher, I had an uncontested strangle arm. Yeah, like he had no he had because both of our body weight is laying on his bottom arm, which is his primary defensive arm. So this is what he's talking about. I just pulled the video up because I was reviewing it, trying to figure out how yeah, it broke. So if you look. And he got look, into like dogfight position, and then you were able to push but, him over. But look, I've trapped his bottom arm with my right leg. like yeah. he, he And we're both laying on his arm. He can't. It's it's impossible for him to get his right arm back to defend the choke that I'm putting on. Mm-hmm. Which is like literally the no-gi classes I've been teaching lately. Like yeah. set the set – the, So that's like a literally a modified like uh, straight jacket. Yeah, well, no, it's yeah. not modified. It's the what we would call the the dominant side or the 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 bottom side strangle arm. The, okay. The bottom side defensive uh, arm. Straight jacket. Yeah. So that's uh, probably getting way into the weeds mm. for listeners. <laughs> well, most of I trapped one hundred percent of our listeners do jujitsu or know us. So right. Well, yeah. I trapped I trapped his bottom arm, <laughs> leaving leaving me essentially with an easy strangle. Yeah. And then I employed man. I was pretty proud of myself to remember all these things in succession. I employed the um, the kind of the the twisting instead of just trying to strangle like straight back. I employed like a turning uh, strangle. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of trying to like pull my elbow into his throat, it was more of like a turning aspect, like a torque. I'm trying to turn his head away from his body. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. It was good. I was pretty. I was. I was pleased with myself. Jason's like checking stuff off on his whiteboard in his well, mind. I really was though. It was funny. It was like, uh, ding, ding. Like, yeah. You know, you're just like, okay, this is that system. This system. That's one of the things I, I admire about you as a coach is that you will, you'll teach a system and then you'll do your best to use it in competition. You compete with us. I try. You know. And then you know if it doesn't go according to plan or whatever, you'll you know teach what you did wrong or you'll or you'll you know you have a match that went really well, and then you'll teach that. And, it, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, why is he going over his match? Seems a little conceited, right? So it's like, no, it's like this is – like my coach is representing his jiu-jitsu and then like, I often it. feel conceited. But – so I feel like if you have a body of work to examine, it's not – I'm not saying my way is the only way. I'm saying here are the things that we've been working on, and then here's here's how I attempted to apply them. They did or did not work. Like – and – so not just for me, but for all of us, right? It just so happens that I compete probably more than most of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty fair I'd statement. I'd say you compete you know? more than any of us. Right. I mean, you take super fights and everything else. Sure. You definitely, take, you definitely compete more than your students do. But yeah. I don't mean it like it's – that's the body of work we have to examine. It's yeah. not to say that – I mean, because, man, I well, fucking – I don't know. I'm not, I'm not great. I just – Well, I mean, like, no, it's not only that, though, but like – so you compete more than us, but you also compete at a higher level than we do as well. You know, most of your competition is with black belts at this point. You know, even when you're a brown belt, most of your competition, yeah. you still got lumped in with the black belts. So it isn't like, hey, check out what I did against this other white belt. Right. You know, it's right. this is what worked against these very educated grapplers. Sure. You know? Well, even so, even your strangle of me, yeah. it, it's not that I taught you that, um, but it, it actually did teach me. That, well, but the, the thing is, it employs all of the strategy that we worked on for literally two months of uh, strangles with the gi from the back. Yep. Like, which is funny enough. That's why I, I like didn't respect it as much because I, I had a checklist in my mind of shit that you didn't have. Yeah. So it was like, eh, I'm good. And then I wasn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was 
good, and then I wasn't. <laughs> that's one thing I don't understand about y'all. And I was talking to Liam about this whenever uh, we came up. I wasn't able to watch Liam's match because I was running around. I don't remember if I was coached. coaching somebody during that. or if I, I, I refed you, didn't I, Liam? Yeah. I, or, I'm sorry, I coached you for that one. Right? I didn't need to coach him very much. He just came yeah. So, like, whenever he was going through it, he literally spent, like, five minutes giving me the entire breakdown of what he did, what he thought, yeah. how he predicted his opponent moving. I was like, dude, I don't remember shit. I got to watch the video of my competitions to let you know anything that happened while I was in competition. And he's literally giving me the play-by-play -play of what he's doing, what he's thinking, what he's expecting to happen. I'm like, man, my brain does not work that way. I am completely reactive. Like, I can tell you what happened in the finish, and that is it. Well, I it, just can't help that that, recall that dude was literally playing my game. He walked right in your game. I literally, I was like, "That's your game." Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can hear me. I was like, "I don't need to tell you nothing. That's what you do." I was like, "I was like, what? What do I hate when people do to me? And I'm gonna do it to him because <laughs> yeah. he's playing my game." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play what I hate people do. Just do the anti-you." Yeah. <laughs> Basically, just be me. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's pretty much what I played. <laughs> and you did exactly that. That yeah. was amazing. Did we get video of that one? Yep. Where's we? No, you don't have to share it on the Facebook group. Yeah, well, I made a post and just comment underneath there. I want to see everybody's. Okay. So he said I was able to watch probably about half of them, but that means you know there's probably 50 matches so that I lost. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't get to see any of Trevor's. I got to see like a minute or maybe two minutes oh, of his I first coached, one. Uh, two his. How do you? How do you do? He lost the final to a to a guy much smaller than him. I think it's just because yeah. he ran out of juice. Yeah, uh, I watched yeah, it. Right. His main thing was, I guess, this is the main complaint I have for him. I'm not even complaining. Just more of a critique, I guess you could say. He kept putting his hands on the mat, so he needs to bring him back up to his uh, mm. to the guy's uh, hips. Yeah. He's continue pushing out from guard from there. But every time he'll be posting out on the mat, I'm like, no, hands on the hips. You, okay. you can tell yeah. a student that like a hundred times, and they won't do it until I mean, you, they start to like, realize that. As a white belt, you feel more unbalanced. You know what I mean? If you yeah. can touch the mat, you know that you're balanced. But, of course, it's a bad idea. You post on them, you're balanced as well, but it feels like you have a shorter wheelbase. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I kind of understand that. But freaking J.D., JD had like seven, <laughs> seven or eight matches, man. like just running through everybody. Dude. And he got to the last guy. The guy was uh, was smaller than him. And no, no, no. You talking about the Hispanic guy? He wasn't much smaller than him. He you talking about the one he lost in overtime? Uh, no, I think it was his very last match. Okay. Yeah, because he had. I forget what all he competed in. I think he did. He no did gi. everything. He did yeah. everything. Yes, that dude's a workhorse. No absolute gi, absolute no gi. Yeah, dude. So proud of that guy. It, it even got to the point where he was working over this younger guy, and uh, the scorekeeper beside him was like, hey, how old, how old is he? Okay, Lucas, how old is your dad? Uh, he'll be like 50 or something. <laughs> well, I'm saying 50 or something because I can't remember his age. Right. But yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's this age. Like, he's out working this younger guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then much later, J.D.'s like, boy, howdy, I'm tired. I'm like, <laughs> boy, howdy. Oh, shit. <laughs> how do you think the other guy feels? Man, he was in a bracket. It, uh, I think it was his Nogi, and he lost in overtime. I think it was a final. Mm -hmm. But I think it was an absolute. And uh, he was, th his opponent was about the same size, but the dude was like 22. I mean, just a big old beefy dude, right? And he was, uh, he kind of looked like, an, like a big version of Moises, if, I, if that tells you anything. Oh, I mean, Moises is a fucking big dude, yeah, right? A big version of Moises? Yeah, a bigger <laughs> version of Moises. And, um, Moises is a big version of himself. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that guy likes me. Like, you know? like if Moises ate Moises. <laughs> yeah, if Moises ate Moises, that's what he would look like. I think he likes me. He gave me a giant hematoma in my bottom lip. Eh, he probably likes you. Yeah, he probably likes you, yeah. Okay. Side of affection. Yeah. So, uh, man, JD just, I mean, he wrestle-fucked this guy. I mean, <laughs> and he didn't do it because he wanted to. I'm screaming. I'm like, get your fucking forehead in his ear. Get your forehead in his ear. Quit fucking around. Put your forehead in his ear. And, like, he's he's like, okay, coach. And he okay, follows around, gets his forehead back in the ear. And, I mean, every, it's like he was exhausted. And he was tired, and he didn't want to, he, you know, you get sloppy when you're tired. 
And JD's like 50 some years old, right? He's older than me. <laughs> and uh, he's been tired for 20 years. Yeah, he's been tired way longer than me. And uh, man, this kid was like, this kid could have been his son. Like that's how yeah. old he was. And uh, JD just wore him down. And I mean, just it was, it was amazing. I'm, I'm a screaming. I'm like, this, this. He wants to quit. He like wants to quit. Look at him. Lean on him some more. And just uh, like getting in this dude's head. Yeah. Do oh, I, I want to quit? I was. I want to. Do I want to quit? I do that all the time. I, I'll say that it backfired on me one time. We'll talk about that some other. Uh, so, um, JD ended up losing in overtime. It was two to two, mm. and the ref couldn't make a decision. So he's like overtime, and uh, I think he lost on a takedown. Yeah. So, but like, man, it was it was a Herculean effort. It was it was beautiful to watch JD just suck the life out of this. I, the scorekeeper and I. Like they, they started kind of coming over to the table. And I was like, put my hands out, and then scorekeeper was putting his hands. Out. I was like, bro, that's a lot of beef on the man. I'm not fucking with those guys. Like, I'm just gonna get out of the way. It's Fuck like, that table. It's like, okay, man. Yeah. Can you imagine what kind, what, what it does for like Luke and his brother watching their dad? Yeah, dad? just go out there and just, just crush people. Yeah, and I Luke definitely would be doing my too. chores, man. I wouldn't do shit. Yeah, like JD looks okay, at him and is okay. like, do it. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> You want some of this? He's retired army too, so like he, yeah, he's, got yeah. some... he's not fucking around. <laughs> Man, that was the same thing with Isaiah, dude. Before he even got ready for his gi match, you know, like he had no gi, and then they threw him into his gi match, and then he had like, absolute, absolute at the same right time. Like, they're calling him absolute on the other Man, side. Man, while he was getting ready for his first gi match, he was just drained. I mean, he looked white. He's like, "Man, I've got nothing left." I'm like, "Dude, you got another match?" I was like, "I know, I know. Hang on." Give me a minute, and I'm going to get my gi on. <laughs> he got his gi on, went over there, got wallered like damn yeah. crazy. Came back the over eye, there. Yeah. yeah, he came back over Big there. Big old mouse eye. the size of my damn thumb. And he's like, hang on, hang on. I just got to catch my breath. I'm like, man, are you okay? You need to sit down. He's like, no, 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 no. no. I just – all the glycogen just down my muscles right now. I just need to recover <laughs> for a second. I'm like, oh, dude, this is going to be rough. He went in there. I mean, he gave 100% every single match. But yeah. you can just tell it was weighing on him big time. But back then, or I mean, not back then, but at White Belt, they had so many matches per bracket. Yeah. They were just constantly going. The I was a little time. bit jealous. I know, right? Yeah. Man, we have some. Here's the thing I love about competition. You know, I I don't know how to tell you, tell you guys this. I do not love competing. It is not my favorite thing to do. Hey, me too. I get really nervous. We got something going. I, uh, I actually wasn't that nervous this time. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. I, uh, I, the, the 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 effort that our team as a as a team put out is I mean I'm I'm like still riding this high of like not not just the people that competed which is oh, huge to to begin with right yeah. but like including like our team members that just came to support us and like I don't know it it felt this is probably the highest point of of my uh as far as I can remember, this is the highest I have felt about our team. Like yeah. is it, it's yeah. just good, just yeah. good all the way around. No, no bad. Doesn't matter who you were or uh, what your what your record was. You know whether you won or lost or got gold or silver or didn't place or whatever the fuck. Right? Like it was just really, really good. There was no, there was no bad shit that happened. Mm-mm. I mean. I told Rachel about you choking me unconscious. She's like, I don't want to sit down. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it was good. Like, man, Daniel, like, listen, if you can build your confidence off of strangling me, then please fucking do that. Go strangle other motherfuckers. I, I will say this. 
pisses me off that you'll beat my ass, but then you go fucking easy and I'll get all in your head about some other motherfuckers. I wasn't going easy on them. I did get in my head, but I was not going easy on them whatsoever. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you lie. just go yeah. go treat other people like you try to treat me all the time, you do way better. But at the same time, if you train your students up to where they can choke your ass unconscious it's a in win. competition, <laughs> it's a win. Yeah. That shows how good of an instructor you are. Well, and I give you 90% of my game was built well, off the instruction of Jason Beverly. Here's what I'm saying. works. Yeah, so I'm saying your shit works. I used against you. Well, for me, uh, I think I at some point in the future I'm going to have to, I'm just going to have to come to the realization that I'm I'm aging out of being. I was never athletic, but I'm 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 crossing the threshold of my athletic abilities. I disagree. You think so? I disagree. I mean, I'm still going to try. You know, if if you continue the way that you are, yeah. But if you if you make a drastic change, I'm gonna make I'd, some changes. I yeah, got no. I got I got. I'm not I'm not like, upset. Am, am I wrong, Daniel? Like no no, he definitely has no whatsoever. Well, but like so, even if you stay on the same course that you're on, you know, and I'm not saying you're degrading, but no, what, I am degrading. Okay, I'm okay. fucking but 42. Even though, I'm even degrading. Then, even then, if you're not degrading, your technique is gonna be taking over well, for that. You know what I mean? But I think that athletic wise, you are getting. I think you're getting a little bit more athletic, even though you don't notice it, because maybe you hurt a little bit more in the morning. Oh, I hurt or way much more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you change up the diet and you start doing some resistance training, you still do- got a good six or seven competitive years in you. So if you think about the the sort of corral of students you have right now, I, like I, I don't know what your students stable. Look like. Let's call them stable. I like that's calling what them stable. I, that's, that's what catch I was, wrestling. Okay, that's what right. I, was going I like that. We're going catch wrestling. Okay. I don't know. I just like calling them stable. Right, we can do stable. Right, you're, stable. You're stable of students right now. I would argue that you probably have some of the most athletic students you've probably ever had. I agree with 100%. that. No, I and you're keeping that. up with us. So if you're yeah. if you're gauging yourself off of your students, which I feel like you kind of are, I do often because yeah. you roll with it's us. The, every it's day. the it's the most. Yeah. it's the thing I have to compare with the most. I would say yeah. like on a big graph, like just you, like not compared to anyone else, you are you are continuing to incline. So, mm. for me here. Um, but so, like, let's take that a step further before you get started. Okay. When was the last time you actually competed in a master's division? I mean, you're like a, what, a fucking executive by now? 40 plus? When's yeah. the last time you didn't go in the adults bracket? When's the last time you didn't sign up for the adult? Have you ever not signed well, up for the adults bracket? I mean, you know, here, it doesn't matter what you sign up for. It's who shows up, well, right? Yeah. So, so you know, it's, it's, no, it's not a rarity to compete against 22 or... 42. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, uh, some you have to I don't worry about. Too. If you were going against the other brown, black, two strip black, whatever, in your age range. Sure. I'm really competitive yeah, in that, in that range. Yeah. So you're, com- you're kind of judging your performance off of people a well, decade or more but younger. Don't we, than but you. don't we all do that, right? Don't we of all want to be like the, the, no, the, no. So at the, at the peak of our, not all of us. Those that definitely want to show growth and want to get better, yeah, 100%. That's why the adult black belt <laughs> well, sure, right? is going to be the hardest, you know? Like, some of the masters join that when they want to push themselves. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. ones are like, fuck this. I'm 40-plus. I'm going with only 40-plus guys. Well, I, Or I'm not competing. Or, or I'm, I'm not, not competing. competing. That's yeah. the main thing, yeah. right? So, so, man, I—, I I'm gonna I'm gonna post a video of you strangling me unconscious. I don't give a fuck. Like it don't matter to me. I'm not I'm not like 
Me and you, I'm gonna fucking give you my the business from this day forward. So but, let's be clear. But listen, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna put this on the record. <laughs> wait, a, wait, wait, I am wait, 100% proud of beating you. B, I am not proud of choking you unconscious. No, listen, I just want that not, to be known. I that was I not what be. I was going for. You watch the video, you see I was fucking terrified. You were, yeah, that for you sure. were actually. Yeah, I was genuinely concerned for your listen, safety. Uh, but a, I am very it, proud that I was able to beat you in competition. I'm glad you were too. It is a is an interesting place to be in, and I don't feel good. Bad. I think there's lot uh, many different emotions. It's not the point. Yeah. Point is that I think I'm going to I think I'm going to try to figure out some way to get my black belt registered under the IBJJF and compete in in. Bigger tournaments that have like a uh, a bracket that's sort of like more my like more my where I'm where I'm at you know like, like vintage yeah to put it that way and and it's fine, like it's fine. listen I I almost feel like uh I'll, mint condition mint condition <laughs> I ain't mint condition bro <laughs> patina that's what I got slightly <laughs> broken <laughs> well I just feel like there are there are brackets for a reason. There are, um, I feel like you could easily, uh, how do I say this? The, the, the brackets, it, I never cared about IBJJF until black belt. And that's only because there's no bracket for me at the Naga, mm. you know, at purple belt, no gi, who gives a fuck? Like I'd literally just no, sign up for the adult and just go on, do my thing. And no one cared. Right. No bracket for me either. So I, I know it's brown belt. No, I, I know with a single damn brown belt. <clears throat> Not <yesterday>. one, right? <laughs> Every match I had was against a black belt. Yeah, there were a bunch of brown belts there. Weren't there were a bunch of brown belts there. Yeah, none of them competed. Heavy and light. So here's oh no, there was a bunch there that weren't doing shit. So here's yeah, what here's what that. I think. How much do you weigh, Daniel? I weighed in fully clothed with a bottle of water in my hand at 177. <laughs> so you're See, like in I my weight bracket. I didn't want to cut weight because I would have been in your no gi expert. So I didn't want to have like multiple people in the same class. Bever's supposed to be two weight classes above me. They combined 79, 89, and 99, and then threw me with the black belt. No. So that's the only reason. You, you know what Bever. they did? This is kind of funny. What did you weigh in at? Well, this is pretty funny. Okay. So I thought I had signed up for uh, 190 to 199. Like I, like I don't know. I, there's, I don't know why I would have signed, in, signed, signed up for anything less. But apparently, because I, I did not plan on cutting weight for this. Yeah. I walk around about 192, 194, or something like that recently. So <clears throat> I had uh, I had signed up for kind of the, I guess that's heavyweight or cruiserweight or some bullshit. I had, so when I look at the brackets, they're like, it's got me in 189.9, like across the board. and But one of them it had obviously moved me to 189.9. So I sent an email. I was like, hey, listen, I don't know. Maybe there's a clerical mistake. Maybe I signed up in the wrong place, but I'm not going to I'm not going to be 189. Like, I'm not cutting the weight. So. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. I but mean, this was like the night before. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> night the night of. Because <laughs> yeah. I came up here, I was 194. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe I can. I mean, I can definitely cut four pounds in a couple of hours, but I didn't have a couple hours. I was like, fuck, they got me in the wrong bracket. So I, the weigh-ins were so long. There was like huge I was amazed at how many people showed up for the weigh-ins. Oh, no shit, right. Especially the Friday night weigh-ins. Yeah. Right. So I show up the next day. I tell I tell the guy working the table, I'm like, hey, man, listen. I don't know. I don't. I might have made a mistake. Maybe y'all did. But whatever. I'm not going to be 189. 
He's like, what, what bracket are you in? So I handed him my card, and he's like, oh, hey, professor, how are you? I was like, good, man. <laughs> he was like, step on the scale. And he's like, 194. Looks like 189 to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, but, but if you think about it, <clears throat> there weren't, any, there weren't, there were like three black belts in the whole fucking building mm. competing. Yeah, and, I went against and, all three of them. And, and one, yeah, you Yay did. me. Yeah, and one brown belt, right? And so, yeah. like, it was basically like, hey, we're not going to fuck this bracket around just to, con- it's it's four pounds, get a, get a fucking life. You yeah, know? yeah and, and the higher you get, the less the weight really starts to Exactly. Matter. Man, that's I, like the whole thing of jiu-jitsu. I'll tell you right now, man. <laughs> Something like just looks at me like I'm an idiot. Until you're a brown belt against three black belts. Or, no, I don't two feel Two black way. belts that are heavy against you. The, uh, that last guy, Joshua or jeremiah whatever the fuck his name was that caught me in the fit or the jaw with his fist he was like 160 169 so he was actually the weight class below me but that was the absolute black belt which turned into absolute brown slash black belt yeah well so first man, man this, let me tell you basically yeah i'm super proud of you for competing like okay. i know you don't like it and I, i'm like I hate it. so thankful that you yeah. did and uh i compete when you tell me to compete i don't Look for competitions outside of that. I get it. No, but I'm saying, like, man, not only did you contribute to our team's success, but mm-hmm. you also, uh, I mean, I don't know if you're going if you're going to have success. I'm I'm not I I don't want to. I'm not trying to take. I don't want credit for your success, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you had success even at my expense. Yeah. Like, I you can we can post that video on every fucking social media thing ever. I, I don't get people are like, man, I can't believe you. I'm, yeah. Dude, choke me. Like what the fuck you want me to do? I mean, that that's what happened. You guys, I hate to cut this off, but I do need to head out to my family. Get the there. fuck out of here, Chandler. We're doing oh, shit. Did, yeah. Awesome. Chandler, <laughs> Dude, Chandler, good to tell, see, man. tell everybody what, give us a, give us a, uh, in, in um, brief synopsis. Yeah, synopsis. Synopsis of, tell us, tell us bye. Give us, give us the goodbye speech. Everything, man. Like, what was your overall from yesterday since you have, like, moused up through the entire podcast and barely talked? Well, I didn't want to carry the conversation or anything. I'll do that. <laughs> you I'll should. do that. <laughs> nah, but uh, yesterday was a very good tournament on uh, so many levels in terms of who all came out, uh, the level of proficiency that we demonstrated for that, and the variety of techniques that we demonstrated as well. Um, there are a few things that I do believe we need to work on in terms of, uh, strictly stand up, uh, whether it's hand fighting, whether it's controlling the grips, whether it is, um, having an effect sprawl, but otherwise I was very impressed with what I saw. And I think we can continue to build on that and continue to improve on that. That way we continue, can continue to win first and second place. <laughs> first and second. Yeah. We'll talk about that after you leave. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we did very well. So. Well, I'm really thankful for your part in in how how did we how well we did, and uh, we missed you on the competition, like on the competition scene. Mm-hmm. But we're so glad to have you as a coach, and I'm very thankful that you showed up. Yes, you did fantastic coaching. It did not hurt my feelings one bit to bow out and say, "You take this fucking chair. <laughs> You're doing a much better job than I am. You take over." She would have chose better yeah. shoes to run around the back. Oh, I was God. slipping and sliding the entire time, but. But, uh, guys, thank you so much for having me on here. And oh, definitely. Anytime you want to come back home, man, let us know. Uh, absolutely. Uh, have good, a good day. Good to see you, Chandler, man. Yep, good to see you. Bye. Well, uh, okay, we'll go. Bye. Bye, Chan. <laughs> Don't make it any more awkward than you already are. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave, man. God. <laughs> Liam, what would you say? Um, 
So give us like a uh, an overall like you what were your what were your general thoughts about the competition? I, I think everyone was was really like like Chandler said, demonstrating a lot of a lot of really good technique in there. Um, I think the best part that like made me the most excited was that there was a lot of um, really good communication between the fighters and the corner. Really depending, really didn't really didn't dema- didn't matter who it was um, because we all know each other fairly well. We kind of watch each other's games, so there's a there's a level of familiar familiar. Yeah, I know the word familiarity <laughs> that um, led to a lot less miscommunication than sure. I've seen at other tournaments. Um, you know, there's like you know, go to your left. No, not not that left. Your left. Like, there, I didn't I didn't see any of that. You know, there was a lot of like, um, uh, a lot of like deference to you know allowing the fighter to work. Um, and then there was I also saw a few matches where the fighter just like didn't really know what was going on but just trusted their corner and moved in a particular position and it ended up in an advantageous spot so that's that's one of the things that i really liked is the was watching the the communication between the corner and the and the fighter like across the board across our school like everyone everyone trusted each other and i thought that was that was pretty cool to see i thought um i thought the same like we had a it it was hard to relinquish coaching duties to you guys. It, I mean, it was difficult, but I, I made a conscious effort. You know, I would walk up and somebody would be like, oh, you take the chair. I'm like, no, man, you got it. Like, you like, you know, maybe I would give them a little help. You know, I would be like, hey, tell them to get an underhook on the right side or whatever. But, like, it, it felt good to, to give away some of my – good is not the right word. It felt – it felt like growth to give away some of my responsibilities to, because we had so many, I couldn't do it all. And it felt good to have a, a like a trusted team to, to give those to. Mm-hmm. It really felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing that helped out is every time you coach, you put a large emphasis on nomenclature. <clears throat> so I think that's one thing that helped me out. And like I said, that's one aspect of competing that I know, well, there's many aspects of competing I need to get better at. But one that I actually want to get better at is coaching. You know, I'm not a regular competitor. I have zero interest in becoming a regular competitor. But when I go to competitions, it is nice to know that, hey, you know, I can fill in the chair. I can coach the guys whenever Bever's busy. So that's one thing that I'm really trying to learn from you is we all have the same nomenclature, but, you know, jujitsu on all sides is a very mobile thing. Even though you're in guard, you could be in a thousand different forms mm-hmm. of guard. There could be a thousand different grips that you have that you have to coat or that your athlete has that you have to coach them around. So it's pretty cool. Like I said, every time you were coaching somebody, I tried to be right there on your hip. That way I could see not only what they were doing, but the response you were giving to help them advance through that. And that's one thing that I really want to get better at is the coaching from the chair, coaching from the sidelines, basically. It's a skill all of its own, and it's a hundred percent. Man, sometimes I think who was sitting there with me was it you, Daniel, when we were coaching sweatpants? Yeah, and I was like, "Under on this side and grip on left," and Bob, <laughs> yeah. and he just completely fucking ignored me. And finally, yeah. I was just like, "Man, just do whatever you want." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I literally, I just quit coaching him, and then I started. So his 
so his opponent's coach was one of those people that just is just super loud. Yeah. Just like, that's like, <laughs> bark, just, like just barking, barking, barking. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. No, no. Yeah, no. yeah <laughs> just, just loud. That's his yeah. only, only skill. And so I just, I like literally looked at his coach and I was like, I just screamed. I was like, my only job here is to be louder than that guy. I'm only going to yell really, really loud, loud, so loud you can't hear him. Like over and over. Again. And like the worst part was, was not even 30 seconds after you said, just do whatever the hell you want to. Sweatpants pulls his opponent up in the dorsal position <laughs> and does to where all you had shit. that Kimura. And then he looks over at me and you. I'm like, the fuck you want you want help now <laughs> you ain't done a damn thing <laughs> good It'll job you but yeah he got that dorsal position he was elbow to elbow and he looks up at Bever with these puppy dog eyes like fucking like, finish you it you know it like put his hand behind his back I've heard that's good yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> try that I've had reasonable success yeah yeah. Daniel had success with it yesterday that's how I ended up in that fucking mess getting strangled yeah. I was passing his half guard and he fucking Tried to kimura me to the to the next yeah. fucking century. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, I have to go over here now. Sweatpants was hitting that that kimura, like bottom side side control. Yeah, he'd grab that kimura. Dude, if he would listen, he, he would did be a hell of a so competitor. many times. Yeah, he did it like three times in a match. I was I was coaching him in, and he just couldn't like finish yeah. like the the t kimura position. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. It was like Willie at the white belt only <laughs> tournament in Asheville. He didn't listen to shit, but he did damn good the entire well, way. So sometimes that, you know, as a coach, there's like a, you have to, like at some point you just have to accept they don't fucking hear you or they're not listening or yeah. like whatever the thing is, it's a complete waste of your breath to continue yelling. Mm. And you have to understand that potentially their, their opponent is listening to you as well. Yeah. So you, at some point it's just like just shut the fuck up. Well, the strategy that I've taken with that is like, if if they're either in a position where they can't move or they just aren't doing stuff that I'm telling them to do, yeah. I will start to tell my fighter what their opponent is doing, and trying to like like trying yeah. to tell my fighter what he's thinking. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that because that was the issue I ran into when I was rolling with Nick for the absolute finals or mm-hmm. whatever. Like you were telling me shit, and I was like, man, I just cannot do it. It's okay. Like I don't know I mean, if he's got an odd grip on me or what. I hear everything you're saying. I want to do it, but I just cannot get to it. Yeah, I try to become like a third eye. Yeah, and like yeah. it's like, hey, he's looking for your elbow. It's like hide your elbow. It's like mm. keep. well, and and that's what I was doing. To you, I was I was literally I was like, get. I need your elbows inside of his hips. Like, yeah. but you know that doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, man, some dudes are real fucking good. Yeah. You know, that was, there there are levels yeah. to this shit. You know, you that's can't I fucking. I run into it often. It, I I think the point of going back to what I was saying about uh, maybe trying to get into the IBJJF is that there are levels to this shit. There mm-hmm. are there are world class purple belts, and then there are like regular purple belts, and then there are like I mean I can't remember uh, High and Gracie's son's name. It's Henzo's nephew, uh, Halen maybe. I I don't know. The dude wins everything. Every every super fight, he's double gold at every uh, IBJJF. I mean, the guy is a. I grapple with him as a blue belt. And he trashed me. I mean, he he made me feel like a fucking idiot. You know, seventeen year old. Let's say he's the heavier set. Yeah, he's right? kind. He's okay, a little yeah. bit. I don't want to say chubby, but he's he's. I met him on I think my first trip of New York. Yeah. JM. I was hanging out with JM after class, mm-hmm. and JM did a sketch of him. Yeah. And wanted to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. And he literally just you know JM is probably what one ninety. One ninety. Yeah, 
And this 14-year-old kid just, like, yokes him up like a teddy bear and holds him for a picture. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want no part of that. <laughs> but, I mean, there are, there are people – there. I think belts are good for this, like, for the overall understanding or identification of jujitsu. Yeah. Like, man, uh, information-wise, man, there's no doubt I'm a black belt, like, for sure. No. Application, maybe not, maybe not as much as uh, the information that I have. But, like, so, so, I mean, you have to take that with a grain of salt, too. How many I do. black I do. belts do you know? How many black belts do you know that compete not, not many, on a regular basis? That's right? what I'm saying. So, so, like, your competition black belts I agree. are going to be higher standard I, I, I totally because agree. they, you know, they actually, they don't just give people the information to- totally like agree. you. They show that they know the information to the point of making it work. Well, that, I mean, you know, you know I, that's what I'm saying. They're like, uh, I, th- I think the idea of belt classifications is a really good hmm. way to to put people in brackets and yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, you can't do it without it. You I, know? I, I heard a really great explanation of the belt system and it was actually uh by someone who did it was like karate or something like that and they were saying that the belt classification is not showing how good you are it's showing the instructor at what level they need to teach you right yeah i mean yeah yeah that's i like that that. like that like changed my mindset yeah i was like oh so it's literally the instructor's way of classifying their students what am i teaching them yeah Yeah. i like that well so as an example the reason we have a fundamentals Mm -hmm. class and an advanced class Man, at fundamentals, I'm teaching to the white belts. Mm. To advanced class, I'm teaching to you guys. The colored belts. Yeah. And then, like, if if the in betweens don't get it, that's their fucking problem. Don't mm. come, I mean, keep coming to the advanced class or go back to the fundamentals class, like, or hit up both. That's yeah. the point, right? So, but but I have to sw- switch gears because, like, sometimes I'm like, man, I bet this is really boring to this four stripe brown belt that showed up today, you know. But on the other side, like, you know, that that white belt just learned a bunch of shit. I was about to say, man, as a brown as a brown belt under you, there hadn't been a single like fundamentals class that you have taught where I wasn't like, shit, man, he's right. I ain't been doing that. Well, yeah. and I was like, damn, I forgot about that little nugget right there. That, that's, that's why my scissor sweep is shit because I'm not loading thing it. Is what got me through my blue belt. Like initially yeah. when I got my blue belt, you know, you hit the blue belt blues a little bit where you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm like, I'm I quit for a year and a half. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. like, I, 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 did. I refused to quit. Like, yeah. I don't. I, I didn't take much time. Well, I had there was some extenuating circumstances in my bowing out of jujitsu at the time. Yeah, yeah. I had a bad falling out with the instructor that gave me a blue belt because he gave me like some serious injuries along with a blue belt. He so. was kind of a dick. He was a little bit of a dick. Yeah, I, but I yeah, was... me and him had a falling out, and I just. I based jujitsu around him because I looked up to him so much, like a big brother, like an instructor, everything. So whenever me and him had a bad following out, I was like, cool, jujitsu is just not for me. Hmm. And Beber is literally the reason why I'm sitting here today. Like Beber showed up to the gym that I was working out at. He's like, hey, man, like you want to get a couple rolls in every now and then? I was like, man, I I really don't care to. I mean, if you want to hang out, yeah, I'll get some rounds in with you. No, I'll help you out. And yeah. then we just started rolling. And then somebody else was like, hey, like that's kind of cool. Can I learn that with you? Yeah. And so it was literally a club that started out to me and Beber texting each other, like, hey, man, you'll meet up tonight. And then students started coming, and that's what built Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, that's But dope. literally, man, I was done. Whenever I quit training with our former instructor, I was done with Jiu-Jitsu. I was walking the fuck away from it. I was like, man, if this is what Jiu-Jitsu has to offer, I'm not into it. For me, jujitsu is fun. 
You know, I'm a hobbyist at best. I never want to be a world beater. I never want to be a regular competitor. I do it because it's fun. I enjoy it. So whenever I stopped enjoying it, I was like, cool, jujitsu is not for me. I'm going to keep working out and doing my fitness thing. Yeah. Beber showed up. We got started just doing a club thing. And then I was like, man, I'm really liking jujitsu again. Like I'm having fun again. This that's is awesome. great for me. And that's what got me started. If it wouldn't be for Beber, I legitimately would not have a brown belt right now. I would still be a has-been blue belt. Zero stripe <laughs> blue belt that just didn't give a shit anymore. One of the hundreds of thousands. One of the hundreds of thousands, yeah. yeah. That was me, man. Damn. But like I said, like with me, everything is about am I having fun or am I not? That's why I don't have a real job anymore. You know, I get paid to hang out at the gym all day because yeah. I have fun at the gym. You know? So same thing with jujitsu. Whenever it stopped being fun, I quit. And I told Beber from the time that I got my first stripe on my blue belt underneath him as my instructor, when jujitsu stops being fun, I'll quit doing it. That's all there is to it. I don't give a shit about being a black belt. I don't care about the life skills you learn through it. I enjoy the puzzle, and I enjoy the athleticism. But once jiu-jitsu stops being fun for me again, I'll stop doing it. Hmm. Yeah. I still have fun. I mean. I still have a ton of fun. That's why I'm still hanging around. You know? Yeah. Like, like I was telling him, you know, when it stopped being fun at Blue Belt, I stopped doing it. I walked away from it. You're the one who brought me back to it. I, um, I. I, it is my favorite thing to do. Uh, maybe my second favorite. Thing. And it's my second favorite thing to do. Our first. We like to have different. sex with women. <laughs> I, got, I, I got that. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> Fucking navy sailors. Fucking are. like hunt people uh-huh. down at two a.m. <laughs> just I, to see I, if he can. He's from the navy. I think it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Wear short shorts and go on long bike rides yeah. <laughs> with other dudes. <laughs> you ever heard of night operations, Beber? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I do I do some night operations. Oh, at, at guard this morning, um, I was just wearing sweatpants and I had my, my silkies underneath that. Usually the PT that we have to do for drill in the morning is not really that, that much. Like, I don't sweat. So yeah. I just continue to wear my sweatpants and sweatshirt. Yeah. You and don't I, sweat? Because you're the sweatiest mother... You and Dukers are the two sweatiest I motherfuckers I've ever known. Dukers is the sweatiest motherfucker I've ever met. He's, they're they're Second, close. I, Whenever he first started, he wasn't that bad. Little D sweat way more than he did. <laughs> yeah. But Dukers' sweat glands have fired up in the past two years. <laughs> well, you, had roll, you had rolled with Liam lately. I, <laughs> oh, no, I, I have sweat not. bad. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, like, I will PT with these guys, and I don't really get sweaty. Well, it's because they're guard. Yeah, they're, they're guard. Um, no, they're they're a good bunch of dudes, but they're the um, uh, Sergeant Idems, the guy who's in, in charge of like our little group of, of PT, told us we we're going to be doing a run, kind of like on our own, our own pace. And I was like, yeah. oh, right on. So like, you know, I guess I don't need these sweats because mm-hmm. I can just you know do my own pace. So I pop my sweatpants off, and everyone is like looking at me super weird because I'm wearing these tiny little silkies. He's, right? Silkies is code for he's wearing. Ranger panties. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I walk. I have a pair. I do, the, I do deadlifts in those. I'm just saying. Okay. They're pretty good. dope. Pretty good. It's life-changing. They're fucking comfortable, man. Yeah. You got the built-in netting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> I walk out of the head and, like, just in my silkies. Yeah. And all of the sergeants are, like, former Marine Corps. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all these 18-year-old kids are, like, trying not to make eye contact with me are, as I'm are, just, like, thighs out, skies out, right? Like, I was about to say, are those, like, real man thighs? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, was... tell us, man, so it should be noted uh, for podcast listeners that, and this is pretty funny, yesterday 
I hear Liam Lancaster to table three, please. Liam Lancaster, table three. I'm like, where the fuck is Liam? I, I didn't even, I, I forgot that you were competing and I'm looking around. I don't see you. And then, and then you text me. You're like, uh, I just got done with guard. I'm going to, am I going to make my bracket? And I was like, I feel like they just called you just now. <laughs> so I go over there to the table. I'm like, Hey man, he's not here right now. They're like, okay. So they, they DQ'd you for that one. And then fucker shows up like, He's like, well, missed all my no geese stuff. I guess I'll just do this geese stuff. And <laughs> comes just comes storming in, puts his gear on, and just smokes this cat. Mm. It was pretty funny. Yeah, so what did you yeah, what, what Tell what, us about PT as well. Tell us or? about guard. Yeah, so guard for me right now is is called RSP. National Guard for, for the listeners. Yeah. Right? U.S. Army National Guard. Okay. Yeah. Um, right now it's called RSP. It's just recruit sustainment programs. Like while I'm waiting to like ship off to... Oh, this like, is like your one weekend a month, two weeks a year type thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like I have one weekend a month where I basically just, you know, pretend to be a soldier. And yeah. then, like, I do that until I ship out. Mm. And then I'll be sort of, like, active duty while I'm going through training. I'll be getting an active duty paycheck and everything like that. So do you keep – do you get to keep your E-level on that? Like your pay grade? Yeah. Or do you have to drop down? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Since you switched from one branch to the other, I didn't know if your pay grade followed you or if you started back like at E1 or whatever. I, I still had, I had such a short period of time between when I got out of the Navy and when I got into the Guard that they just transferred my rank straight over. Oh, cool. But I still have to go through Army Basic. <laughs> yeah. This could be a cakewalk for you. <laughs> this could be it's, a vacation. You know. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. We're going through the gas tank again? Cool. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> I, I know their games. It's it's yeah. it's not that big of a deal. It's like, oh, yes, sir. Drill Sergeant, sir. I, I understand. I, I feel very bad about myself right now. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the, the funny thing is like I, I used to kind of like dread going to drill in the mornings because I, I don't like getting up early. Yeah. And, you know, now I have to get up like 5 a.m. to drive out to Statesville to, you know, muster and go, you know, PT. I'll just for do the one literally two minutes up the road from here. It's – that's not a recruit sustainment RSP. Oh, shit. Okay. There's like the one I have to go through is in Statesville. Okay. The one, and then once I get through the training, I'll be going out to Charlotte for mine. So they – they each of the, the armories have different purposes and okay. different – they're you can be stationed in North Carolina, but you can mm-hmm. be attached to different – like brigades or companies gotcha. in North Carolina, and that's yeah. where you're going to drill at. That was that was the one that Sergeant Mac was at, so that's the one that I always went to. Yeah, yeah. So Landon, I think, is in the like the Conover states, the the, the Conover um, uh, Armory. Okay, but yeah. we're both in the Guard, but we don't drill together. That's weird, though, right? Yeah, mm. he's but, a pretty in shape little kid. I like him. Yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. He's, he's in fantastic shape. Yeah. I, I I'm sorry for interrupting, but I kind of feel like. Like his jujitsu hasn't come into his own yet. I mean, well, he like, what he, a three stripe white belt. Well, he has not the, even. He has the yeah. physical tools to do whatever the fuck he wants to do, and he has the tactical tools too. Like you hear him talk afterwards, he tells you everywhere he went wrong and where he right. knows I think that he went. There's wrong. just some it's, little piece that's not yeah. clicked in yet that like is going to elevate him. Yeah, but he's got incredible insight on what happened. Right, and. Whenever he talks to you, you're like, "Damn, man!" Like, yeah, yeah you're, you're like, like you're a lot about smart jiu-jitsu. Dude, right? but yeah. I, I want to do some one-on-ones with him. I wish you would. Like, I, I, I wish you would. Yeah, you really would. I support that. Please do that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll. I'm sorry him. for interrupting, but I was just no. thinking about like, you know, he's like, he's like right on the cusp of being real good. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like the couple little clicks of the dial keep keep him from being real successful. Let me, 
so whenever you obviously I haven't rolled with him because it only comes to the evening classes. But when you roll with him, like, do y'all turn it up on him? Yeah. Maybe he just needs that push to like get in the mentality. Because every time I talk to him, I've talked to him literally after a match, and he's talking like we're talking now. Yeah, he's hey, very he's not fatigued. I have never like yeah. heard him out of breath. Yeah, he's in he has the conditioning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, the conditioning. Excuse me. Oh, he looks like a little. He looks like a smaller version of Liam. Yeah. I mean, so I'm he's saying he's shorter, Liam Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah Liam Light. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think he just lacks like understanding of underhooks or mm-hmm. cross faces or like some real, real, I don't want to say simple, but some yeah. things that like are, are life changing, but you have to do them under stress. Yeah. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe I'll just need to push the pace on him. No, I like just I, hit him heavy and make I'll him push figure the pace some shit on him out. Fine. It's not, it's not the, okay. it's, the problem isn't that we don't – it's not like we don't yeah. kick his ass enough. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's not like he came from a bad instructor. I mean, no. fucking Mikey is amazing Well, he's technically still under Mikey. He just trains here because we have we have more opportunity. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't come from, like, a nobody gym. Right. He came from right. a very technical, very good instructor. And, yeah, like you said, it just seems like something just needs to click. So, whenever I talked to him, like, he was doing his nogi brackets. I've met the kid, like, we're friends on Facebook, and I've met him one other time. I'm like, oh, cool. He's probably a couple-stripe blue belt. And I see him strap that white belt on. I'm like, what the sh? Like, how does that work? <laughs> There's no way the conversation I just had was with a stripe, like, one or two-stripe white belt. He does have a good level of <coughs> mental clarity. I think he just needs the physical application. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't get bogged down in his nerves, I think. I think you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that, that pays a lot to his advantage. Anyway, yeah. before I interrupted, go ahead. We were talking about uh, like what, do you, what? Explain drill, like I don't, oh. or explain guard. I don't even. It doesn't make like, sense. So drill, basically, I show up at, you know, six thirty, and we. Every you know, day. No, just just the like weekend. Saturday and Sunday, like once a month. Okay. So like this weekend, like I, I was at drill from like this morning, and I was at drill yesterday morning, and uh, like we we go in, we PT for about an hour, an hour and a half. That's physical training, right? Yeah. Yeah. For, for for the dummies like me that are listening, <laughs> and then uh, and then you know we get cleaned up, we get into you know our uniform or you know uh, for me it's just like civilian attire because uh, I just have I still only have a navy uniform and they don't want me wearing that. Um, so they uh, we kind of get cleaned up and then we sit in a classroom until about lunch and they teach us about like today we were going over like troop movements and tactics and stuff and then went outside a little bit before lunch and you know um ran some uh four-man leapfrogging drills with rifles and you know here's how we advance towards a target while maintaining you know overarching covering fire and then you know we did that for a little bit before lunch are you just bored to tears during this shit are you just like you guys are fucking week he just uses it as a recovery day from his lifting (laughs) yeah it's my rest weekend (laughs) it's It's like i i I shut down that's that's i think probably one of the reasons why like i was i was actually not that nervous at this competition because i was still like in drill mindset yeah like Mm. i check in and then just like shut down i shut up in color yeah and i just you know what they're telling us to do i know muscle memory at this point because i've been doing it for the past eight years and now they're like, all right, we're going to teach you how to hold a rifle properly. And I was like, I don't know if Great. I could hold a rifle like, improperly. <laughs> improperly, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, like, how would you do this wrong? Yeah. yeah. Um, Can you give it to me on my left side? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, like, I finished drill at, you know, about 2. It's when I – or uh, just after 2. And when I got there, and that's when I was texting, texting you to see, like, when my bracket was because I was probably about, like, less than 30 minutes down the road. 
Hmm. I was like, I might be able to make my gi. So <laughs> you like, did. It was it was so weird. Like it it was this very strange mindset of like I was still totally turned off, and like like walking in, it was all just sort of muscle memory. And I like put my gi on. And like what I wasn't like I was I was definitely at the tournament, but I didn't feel like I was competing. Yeah. Like it kind of felt like going to class. You know, stepped on the mat, and I was kind of like sitting there, you know, feeling the guy's game out. Match went well, and then it was over. <laughs> How, did you win on points? I can't remember. Uh, I, I was sitting there, but my my brain because I saw so many matches yesterday, I can't put it uh, Americana from second. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because I think I screamed out. Remember the ice cream cone? Did I did I say that to you? No. Hmm. Okay. You might have. I don't remember what you were talking about though. Yeah, same thing. It, everything seemed like one big blur yeah, because have, we were running. I think I got 13,000 steps when I had my watch on, but I didn't have my watch on in between our matches. So I probably got like 20,000 steps. I was just so going exhausted. From ring to ring to ring Man. To ring. Wait, what are you talking about, the ice cream cone? <clears throat> uh, owner, uh, what is it called? Owner deviation. Owner deviation yeah. on the Americana. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, making him dump his ice cream cone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what you're talking about. Okay. I did well, the Americana correctly. Well, good. Wait, that was you were talking to me? <laughs> I thought you matter. were helping him out. Yeah, it doesn't No, matter. it was, I, I had the, like, I, 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 he was stacked, right? He was, mm-hmm. I was trying to d- double underpass him. I ended up. Oh, that's right. Sort that's of, right. um, uh, sort of Toriano passing is when I ended up finishing the pass with. Yeah. And then he tried to invert and I kind of just kept him on his shoulders so he couldn't like totally invert or come back over. Yeah. And I. At, like sort of pinned his hips with my knees yeah. and I collected his arm and was trying to look for the arm pinch from there. And, um, as I was trying to extend the arm, he bailed to side control, um, to try to get that. So I had his, his elbow like super, um, super extended out past my hip. So I was yeah. like, that's my op. That's an option. If you know, my knee on belly or mount doesn't go away. If he starts to shrimp away, I'll just sit back for the arm bar. Cause it, he had super long arms. So I had a lot of play before I got to his elbow so I wasn't super worried about it. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, cross-faced and underhooked. And then... I'm 100% sure I said cross-face on the left side, underhook on the right. Like that is... Yeah. There's not yeah, a match that I don't yeah, say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you, know, you were like, cross-face hard. And I, I, do, I do remember hearing that. And I was like, okay, you're getting my shoulder. Yeah. Shoulder... <laughs> so I did that. I, I'm pretty sure I said, give him the shoulder of justice. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he like... Uh, he kind of tried to palm something... I just remember seeing his hand come up in the corner of my eye and I like was able to reach his hand from there and I just grabbed his wrist and pulled it down and then threaded and then went knee on belly and drove the knee on belly for like a power Americana. Oh God. Like, did you get video of that? Yeah. 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 Please share that with everybody. I I took, I think I took the video, right? I think Mel did. Okay. All right. You might have video of it, but. I'm. Cool. There's just so many matches yesterday. It was hard to keep them. Dude, that was it, man. It's a lot, man. Yeah. So much. Well, congratulations! I'm like, like so. Yeah, just that guy wasn't no, no slouch because uh, he guillotined uh, uh, Kyrie in the uh, Noki division. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he he wasn't like a not good purple belt. I mean, he was. Yeah. Good. He's been training for like seven and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he was good. Sort of talked to him a little bit. He he seemed like he kind of like didn't like me. Um, I well, was you, I was trying to be super friendly and like, hey, where are you train? Like, you know, you yeah. should come to open mat sometime like you're always welcome at our school and he was just kind of like yeah fuck off i was like how are your matches going they suck today i was like okay (laughs) that's one thing i like about grappling matches though you know like we talked to jeff piercy for like 20 minutes after we got our 
you know, like our bracket finished and we were going up to get the medal and yeah. stuff. I mean, everybody's cool, you know? Like, mm-hmm. not hey, everybody. you lost. Right? I would say not everybody, not 50% everybody. of the people you talk to are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- this kid, he was 18. Oh, yeah. So he's probably go. a little bit. Uh, like, yeah. I was like he was in his feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found, um, you know, there's so much bravado and, uh, I think the the more you work through this, I mean, let's be honest. It takes a it takes a real type A personality to stick with this, like to get yeah. to a purple, almost. Uh, almost. Yeah, like say, type I know a, a lot of dickhead black belts. So. Sure, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I do. Like <laughs> <laughs> mean, they say the dickheads don't stick around. Some of them no, do stick around. But what I'm saying is, it takes a. I mean, you have to kind of be a man if if you're okay with losing something wrong with you like you this is the wrong thing for you yeah but on the other side if you can't lose if you are incapable of losing gracefully this is not the thing for you yeah so like there's this weird sort of i'm not saying that everybody is balanced but there is a kind of a low and a high Mm -hmm. of like the people in this in this thing that we do yeah and with that being said uh i have found generally most folks are pretty fucking cool even yeah if you win or if you lose it's generally pretty cool the vast majority yeah yeah there are some outliers in either direction that are dickheads yep. or you always have to come up with an excuse or man i got no excuses for yesterday i just did it didn't didn't get it done it's just why that's what it happened right that's like one of my favorite sayings is like jujitsu works yeah like yeah. you get tapped out by a white belt you did everything right yeah like, yeah good yeah i mean uh, from so I found most of the time, most of the time, the people you you win or lose to, especially if it's competitive, if it's not like a blowout one side or the other, yeah. you're like, yeah, they're yeah, probably good people. It's the it's the the extenuating circumstance, like like if you just smoke somebody from one end to the other, they're either going to come up with some reason why they're going to be like, well, I had the flu or my leg was hurt yeah. or. You know, I, I stubbed my toe on the way in. There's always like some reason why they suck, yeah. Or there's some reason. There's like the opposite. You know, like yeah. well, you're you suck. You get fuck you. Whatever. There's like most people fit in that mid middle ground. That's just mm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Brendan, the guy who he loop choked <clears throat> afterwards, was the coolest dude ever. He like was asking Brendan to like walk him through like what happened. He was like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't really remember how you hit it, and like asking my little details, yeah. and he was. He's like, I've never hit the loop choke before. It's like, do you think I can hit it? Brian was like, yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. First time I've hit it in competition. And they were, yeah. you know, hugging after the match and stuff. And he like, this is, this is at the white belt level. Hmm. You know, he was, you know. They were, I think that's no, great. That's really, right? No, that's, that's an excellent attitude to have. And like with me, you know, before, like I said, my nerves have always hit me. My my anxiety just builds up because I make this huge mountain. You're what? Say it again. You say it weird. Anxiety. You say Anxiety. Exi- say there's I mean, anxiety. It's, exi- it's, a, it's not anxiety. I'm there's no sure G in it. How's it spelled? A N I X. Let me look. pull it up. Say it again. Say anxiety. It. No, that's not how you say anxiety. It. That's how you say whatever, it. dude. My <laughs> nervousness. Let's go with that. Okay, your nervousness. <laughs> it gets so built up, but at this competition, I didn't feel that. You know, every match I lost, I was outclassed. 
you know, every black belt that I or the other two black belts that I went against. <laughs> well, every I like, black belt. No, I know. I'm just yeah, every black belt I went against, I was outclassed. You know, I got lucky with Beber. I will not deny that. He no, fed in. Listen, no, no, no. You didn't no, get no, no. lucky. There's no luck. I got lucky that it fed into what I do good. You know, like I was in bottom half control. He left that arm out to where I could get a Kimura grip and roll him over and take his back. That is one thing that I've always been able to do with Beber. Once I get to that position, that's one thing I know that I can make work. So I was in bottom half guard. His outside arm, I believe it was his right arm, no, his left arm, I was able to lock up a Kimura. I had zero intention of finishing the Kimura, but I knew that I could ditch half guard, let him go into side control, and I could roll him over and take his back. That's one thing I'm good at. Once I got to his back, I knew this loop choke that I'm really good at. So the stars aligned and allowed me to do that. It wasn't luck, bro. But, it wasn't luck. I, it, no, it, I mean, it was like no luck skill involved. to it. Okay, okay. If, if you, listen. It was my skill that put me in there that you For taught sure. me inadvertently. Well, I, <laughs> but, it, it but yeah, but like my, my big thing is my anxiety was good. I felt confident. I felt very good about my performance in all three of my matches, though I lost two of them. I still feel good about what I did. But there was a couple aspects I was not expecting because I'm used to going with blue and purple belts, you know? I sure. went with my my sec No. I went with one brown belt in my competition career, and that was Garrett Townsend. Mm-hmm. And he did some rough shit too, so I guess I should have been expecting it. But I was not expecting the... I guess the rougher aspect of competition while going during this, you know, whenever Jeff set out and literally hip punched me in the face <laughs> and then crammed his forehead into my eye socket. That's a long, that kind of, yeah, that kind of threw me off a little bit. And you watch the video, you hear me scream fuck when he hit me because he like flashed me out with it. And then whenever I went up against where is it? Like, I think his name was Josh. Whenever I went up against him and he crammed his knuckles into my jaw I was like, eh, like this this is fucking terrible. I need to tap before he like does some serious damage to this. I was not expecting the rougher aspect of competition, which honestly I should have been. I should have known that it was, you know, me versus them. Like the rules are whatever the ref doesn't call. Yeah. You know? So I kinda have an expectation for it now, but my anxiety played zero part in it. I feel very good about my performance on all three of my opponents. I feel that obviously I have a couple areas to work in. But I did not get the nerves hit me like it did before. And I think part of that came from coaching my teammates, watching them go out there and, you know, kicking ass or getting their ass kicked. But, like, watching them go out there, doing everything they could, and then coming back in. You know, I got to coach probably four or five people before my match was up. So it was literally, like, the day wasn't about me. It was about the team. And it was like, cool, it's just my turn now. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. You know, that kind of helped me calm my anxiety because I watched my teammates go through – walking through an opponent with Mel winning, you know, 21 to zero and then getting a submission. Yeah. And then I watched some really? of my opponents. Oh yeah. yeah. She racked up some points, man. Mel did amazing. Oh yeah. She in really her, did. yeah. Her debut <clears throat> competition went amazing. It really did. And then I watched other teammates, you know, kind of lose on points or lose by submission, you know? So it was, it was kind of like you took the good and bad and it was just your turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like good and bad. So you kind of felt indifferent going out there on the map. Whenever I was up for my nogi, and, uh, you know, like, my no-gi match, my opponent didn't show up. So, like, I literally went to the table to get our team points down. And they're like, oh, no, you get a belt now. I'm like, oh, that's the best participation trophy ever. So, <laughs> so my Naga belt literally came because my opponent didn't show up. I was hyped up. I was ready to go. My adrenaline was right where it needed to be. I wasn't nervous, but I was very excited. And then nothing. My opponent didn't show up whatsoever. And they're like, no, you get a belt for this. I'm like, 
okay, cool. Well, now I've got two hours to kill before my damn gi match starts. So I'm glad this adrenaline is right where I want it to be. Now I'm going to have to try to hit this again, you know? I think, um, so uh, I, I think for me, it was, it was so hard. I, okay. Almost, I, I think this is how I'm going to do it from this day forward. I think from now on, I don't think I'm going to compete if the entire team is competing. Yeah, I imagine that's pretty. It was stressful so too. much work. Yeah. It just it just worked from one from start to finish. Yeah, and so I think um, if the group wants to compete at, at something that's within driving distance, I'm going to be like, "Cool, I'll support you guys. Like, I'll help you train. We'll come up with plans. I'll come coach. Do all that." But I'm probably not going to register. Yeah, but I think I am going to seek out more. Um, super fights and i think i'm gonna if i'm gonna compete i think i'm gonna do like uh if if i can find some way to get into the ibjjf which i'm sure i can like master hands will sign off on it's not, yeah. not that big a deal um i think i'm gonna compete like at things where i don't i don't have to worry about everyone else it is a huge i mean it's so weird it, it, did, it didn't affect my performance yesterday it by my mental state it's so much easier to worry about yourself than mm-hmm. it is yourself and everyone else. No, no so like, I, I was running support, and I was just yeah, mentally I mean, yeah, for sure. out right. after that. I can only imagine what you were going through, because you probably, there honestly, was, you I probably coached four times the amount of matches probably, I did, easily. at least. Yeah. And and it it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I like, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, you know, go to the, the fucking you know, pans or whatever, whatever you can go to. That's not like to where, like I want, I want to go to stuff that my students can go to and watch and have fun. Yeah. But I, it's super hard to be the coach and a competitor, mm-hmm. especially if we have a group, the side, you know, if it's three or four, it's like, it doesn't, it's not that big a deal, but man, when it's like the whole team, which is great, I'm not complaining at all. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I think from this day forward, it'd be nice if I could focus on my success or the team success, both is really hard to do. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot for my little pea brain. <laughs> I don't know. I can see that, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, can. It, I mean, it's just a lot. No, like, that makes total sense. It's yeah. hard to get out of like help mode and then into like I want to kill this person mode. Yeah. Because I mean, man, doesn't matter how you look at it. We, our hobby is we play a game of death. If you had, if you had held that choke another thirty seconds longer, I'd be dead. Well, I mean, it'd be longer than that. But, but I mean, you know, it takes like four or five minutes. Okay, fine. But no, but no, no. Like the ref is it, the it, only person saving your ass. It is a game like, of a, death, yeah. right? Like yeah. what what we're saying is like, uh, hey, I tap because you would you would injure me to the point where I couldn't fight anymore. Exactly. And then yeah. you could just beat my face in. Mm-hmm. Or you're saying like, oh, I'm unconscious, and then you could just stomp me into oblivion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's the game that we play. It really yeah. is. Yeah, which is is the beauty of jujitsu is you can For train a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the beautiful part about it is your neocortex knows it's just a game, but your lizard brain, you know, the primal instinct in your body is like, this person could kill me if they want to. Yeah. You know, whether your conscious mind believes it or not, your body is feeling the effects of, oh, shit, I'm about to die. Yeah. And you just get that over and over. I have, uh, you know, p- yesterday people were like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I've been. I'm well, I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't understand. What was what you, your question? <laughs> whenever I walked off the mat, I saw all of our teammates. They all looked pretty pissed at me. I was like, nah, I, don't, I don't know what y'all want. <laughs> he nah, should have tapped. He's my <laughs> like, coach, too. Yeah. He's my coach. Nah, like, trust me. 
I am more concerned for him his safety than all of y'all. So I don't calm feel down. I don't feel any sort yeah. of way about it. I'm not I'm not sitting around, you know. I, mm-hmm. If you don't respect if you don't respect a grip or a, a, a hold or a thing, mm-hmm. you know, there are consequences to that. Mm-hmm. I like I <laughs> I was literally like I'm gonna get this collar and I'm gonna pop it loose and then I'm gonna fucking kill you. And then I couldn't, I didn't pop it loose in time and I got, got unconscious. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's what happens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's interesting to me. Lots of people want to make excuses for this thing or that. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's what happened. Yeah, that's it. Where the fuck were you? Like, cool. You want to talk shit about me? Where were you at? Is it an open tournament? You could have been there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we could have been in St. Bracket. That could have been somebody else. That's it, man. You know, like, I'd love to have another brown belt to play with that day. Come on. <laughs> All I had was a black belt. We'll, we'll be there. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I don't – man, it, it, that could go viral. I wouldn't give a single fuck. I'd be like, yeah, man, that's right. Come to Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu where we, where we, where we learn this sort of stuff yeah, all day. Sure. It, yeah. it works because it worked on me. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. That's I it. will teach you too how to check <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I taught that to Daniel. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like uh, I, well, taught, I, mean, a, I taught it to the class – it's only I've definitely used 100% of the principles you taught me. Whether you taught me that specific choke or right. not, but, I mean, you taught me that Kimura the... sweep that allowed me to take your back. Well, I did, I, did tell you, I did teach you that, but like seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like something I, we've been working on. It resonated, you know. I'm very, I've got How funny is it strong that you, abs so I can pop myself right above You it. and Billy are like really successful at the yeah. exact same thing. That's mm-hmm. pretty funny, right? Yeah. Well, the crazy part about it is you're not really that great at it. Like you taught me and Billy both, we became good at it. Scully but too. You hardly ever use it. Yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah, I I don't like it because uh, you can get caught with that step over. And mm-hmm. I, I literally when you this is proof. I, it doesn't matter how you look at it. Every every time I have been overconfident, it is I have failed every time, every single time in my life, every time I. Daniel, I literally, I was like, he's going to melt. Like, there's a well, hundred people too, here. Man. That's, <laughs> like, you can be mad at me if you want. I'm glad you're working against my anxiety on that one. <laughs> Why would I not? I'm there to win, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I was literally like, how can I make Daniel the least confident in himself? Now, not before the match. Yeah, of course yeah. not. But, like, yeah. from the time we step on to, like, the time we finish, I'm like, how can he be? I want to I want to make sure that he feels the stress of all this stuff. <laughs> Because I don't feel that. That's a dick move, man. Why? Why is it a dick I'm move? Kinda, I'm kind of glad I choked you out now. Why is that a dick move? <laughs> because you weren't playing against my technical aspects as I wasn't jiu-jitsu. At all. You were like, oh, cool. He's going to get anxious and fuck exactly up. Exactly. I'm just going to wait on him. No, I wasn't going to wait. I was going to force you to fuck up. I was like, <laughs> I was like force like, you to get excited. What happens when you roll yeah. against a good friend? Well, I mean, right. You know, I mean, like. Oh, I he gets nervous. I know your weaknesses. I'm going to fucking exploit the shit For out of sure, that. For sure, right? So, I, I, when you don't. Anytime you're overconfident, man, Grandmother every mother never loved you. <laughs> I should have whispered. This. <laughs> I should have whispered. I've I've never won when I've been overconfident. Now, yeah. there's a weird line between confident and overconfident. Mm-hmm. Big difference between confident and cocky. Yeah. Yep. But I tell you this, Kyrie's the same way. When mm-hmm. I I can, it's so weird that you gave him every tool he needed to win that match. Not I just that. Lie. It's not just that match. Mm-hmm. I I've been coaching him since he was a blue belt, mm-hmm. and I can look at the, the expression on his face and tell when he has switched from good athlete to cocky dickhead mm-hmm. mode. And, I got this motherfucker. And, and it, he, 
when when I see that look on his face, he's ne- he's not successful. You every just single shut time. Shut up after every that. time. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's every time though. Every time he's got that, you know, the look where he, oh. where he just looks at you and he, oh. he he's got Whatever. that. His his mouth is straight where he's like, really, motherfucker. Yeah. And then they're like. Yeah, really. And then they get after him, you know? I'm like, God damn it. Kyrie, smile or get mad. One of the two. You can't be in this middle place. You know? Well, I, I want to go. Cause yeah, I, I was about to say, I got to get out of here too. In closing, man, I had a good time yesterday. I hope Dude, you guys It was great, too. man. I got to say, that Smooth Comp website is the shit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's new. It's still got some bugs. But whenever you can go online and look up what match what mat you're on, what match number you are yeah, and the phone, estimated yeah. time on your phone. That is so awesome. I competed before that and you're like running around different tables. Hey, am I over here? Am I over here? Yeah. Am I over here? <laughs> uh, yeah, like you got to bug the piss out of the table worker and nine times out of 10, this is their first day on the oh, job. Yeah. So they Almost have no clue time. what the hell you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. They're like, what is, what's jujitsu? I just, <laughs> I was told to hit the two button when he hold up two fingers. <laughs> You know, this is four hours of my community service. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not smooth comp website was excellent. A couple of bugs, you know, not perfect. The one issue that I had overall was for the absolute brown and black belt. You know, they didn't have the bracket up. So whenever I looked, I was, I finished up with my gi division. I was like, shit, I'm supposed to have the absolute. And I go up to the table worker. He's like, oh yeah, man, it's already in here. It just hadn't been given a mat yet. He gave it a mat three minutes later. It showed up on my phone. To where I could look it up. So that nice. was the only issue I had, and it was resolved within three minutes. But I really love that Smooth Comp website. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's a huge benefit. Can you get off Facebook so we can sign off and do our shit? Yeah, I Thank will. you. I was just – Kyle had texted me, and then I got on Facebook. It's cool. weird. It's Kyle. Well, he'd be doing stuff. He'd be doing stuff. Um, um, my, yeah. I think my uh, – so it was, it was a good competition – as a school we did really well we should note that uh we haven't talked about this at all we either won first or second so i thought we won first and second well how how? because first place was henzo gracie new york and second place was phoenix jiu-jitsu and i think like some of our students just registered wrong because we're Henzo Gracie, so New York. So I spoke to the tournament director oh. like afterwards. I walked up to him, I was like, "Hey, man, I think maybe there's some sort of discrepancy. Like, I'm not sure what's going on, but like, we are we our team is our our school is Phoenix Jiu Jitsu, and our team affiliation is Henzo Gracie, New York." And he was like, "He was like, man, you guys are kicking ass today." I was like, "I know. You know That's shit. why I want the fucking belt sent to yeah. my academy." <laughs> <laughs> there were two other. Henzo Gracie affiliated schools. So it was Bragg and Tim Mannon's BJJ, and he's a third degree black belt under Master Henzo. Really great guy. If you get a chance, go visit him. He's in Blacksburg, Virginia, I think. And they had like three or four competitors there. And then uh, also uh, Henzo Gracie Fort Bragg, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't either. So the, the guy, uh, Jason, I cannot remember his last name, who teaches on base is a black belt under Brian Marvin, who is the Henzo Gracie Houston owner, which is where I just came from like yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know they had like a school school, but uh, that's, that's a whole different thing. Anyway, yeah. so as a, as a affiliation, all of our points should have went to team Henzo Gracie, yeah. but our school uh, Phoenix Jiu Jitsu should have 
should have been number one or two. I'm not totally sure how how it ended up, but so I talked to him about it. He said he would. Uh, he said, "Yeah, man, I get it." So someone else has created. There have been like three or four other Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu's created. Like, yeah, I saw that. There, there were like four different options. So I told him, I was like, "Man, listen, we're anyone here that registered under FENIX." Because there's another team. There was a team Phoenix. Phoenix. PH. Right. Yeah. Right. I said, anyone that registered under F-E-N-I-X intended to register under my school, my yeah. academy. He was like, he's like, oh, we'll, we'll go through it tomorrow, and, but we'll we'll kind of sort out the bugs, and we'll, we'll send you an email. I, I believe that we either won first or second. Man, I want that fucking team trophy hanging oh, up. shit. That was a big-ass belt. I don't that even, was, man. I mean, I think that belt would literally go from your nuts to the middle of your chest. That thing was huge. It's not meant to be worn. I, my intention. Well, I understand it's not meant to be worn. I'm just saying <laughs> it's the beast belt. Like the WWE belt, like, pales in comparison to the size of that damn thing. It, it could be a banner. It could be anything. Yeah, but what yeah. what's important is that we that we beat several other schools that are yeah. like. They that, usually that hit usually it by just, numbers alone. Yeah. Like, they're like, that's my belt. Like, like they don't even have to. Sh- you know, they're yeah, just like, yeah. yeah. And we got 6,000 kids right. coming in today. Exactly. So we're going to take that belt. And I, I want it so bad. Yeah. I hope we want it. I, I like, if we get that belt, I'll get choked out 20 times. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I want the belt. <laughs> or the, the, the award yeah, for, yeah. for first place. Mm-hmm. Liam, what you got? Nothing. Cool. See, see cool story, bro. Same, bro. I'm ready to get out of here. That's what Been you got? Nothing? Weekend. I got nothing. Well, Ta-da. I guess I got nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.